177. Spanish announcement podcast. Podcast about professional wrestling. After a one week hiatus, we've returned. Oh, I forgot we hiated. To grace your ear holes with our voice boxes and our cocks. <laughs> <laughs> we probably won't cover the things we miss. Uh, my name is Warren. Brando is here. Scotty is here as well. We're going to talk about uh, wrestling. Yeah, we're not going to do last week. I didn't think last week was anything special. Unless that, there's, there's something that somebody wants to talk about from last week. Anybody? I, Anything? as usual, do not remember the Raw and SmackDown from the week before. All right. versus Strowman in a cage was all right. It was okay. Oh, that yeah. final spot was pretty good. Um, Where we went through the side panel or whatever? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, the only thing I will say is now that you say that, I remember really liking that raw mm. front to back. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't put the title on Hardy. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't. Oh, yeah, that was a fresh matchup for an IC title. Yeah. Jeff Hardy versus The Miz. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing else jumps out at me. Ziggler continues to be weird, which we'll talk about this week. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Nakamura's the number one contender now. Mm. But we'll talk about that this week. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the nature of wrestling. You miss a show, you probably kind of cover it in the... It's true. It's true. In the next show. Uh, what's new, boys? Who wants to uh, Who wants to tell a story? Tell us a tale. I'm just working lots recently, and aside from that, I'm doing the 30 days don't drink thing. I saw you oh, posting about that. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I'm on day three right now. How's it going? Good so far. I haven't you're had any... You're in the honeymoon phase. I haven't had anyone <laughs> try to invite me out for drinks or anything like that. That always um, helps. Yeah. I'm worried about like watching football and like hockey seasons around the corner, but mm-hmm. I think it'll be a good test for me. Uh, like right near the end of it, though, I'm going to like a concert and like a comedy show. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, that's gonna suck. These could, these could be drinking environments. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean, is there really anything that says it needs to be 30 days straight? I think so. I think so. I think that's what Brando. I want to do. I what mean, Brando did. I mean, I've gone 30 days over the course of a year without drinking. Well, of course. <laughs> Didn't you do 30 days in a row, like, last year, too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, the first week, the hardest part about the first, because, I mean, everyone goes a, dr- a week without drinking accidentally sometimes. Um, the hardest part about the first week is telling everyone who usually drinks with you that you're not going to be drinking for a month and hearing them be like, oh, that <laughs> yeah. sucks. Yeah, I had a bunch <laughs> of FGC people because we got a tournament on the 30th that's at a bar. Yeah. And they're just like, why would you do this? Exactly. Now? No one gets why you would do it unless you're doing it. And then you're like, no, it makes total sense. Yeah, but just... then everyone around you is just like, that's just the worst idea yeah. in the world. So when, right. did, when did you start? Like you just uh, Two days ago. So okay. This is day three. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm just trying to do this just to see uh, if I can do it. And if it makes me feel better kind of thing and just improve as a person kind of thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Learn a little. About yourself, yeah, life exploration. If yeah, I you just will. want to find that line of like, sure. When like once I do start drinking, because like it's not fun being the super pissed guy all the time. It's uh, that's why I did it a year ago too, is because I realized that I hit a point where I'm like, I don't know what life is like without drinking yeah. a lot, and it's just like what it, what are the differences? Yeah, mm-hmm. 
And even with that, like, uh, was trying to improve stuff. I'm trying to like cut back on how much uh, ganja I'm smoking and stuff. I was going like to ask that. you, does that apply to that? Are you completely sober or are you just not drinking and then uh, cutting back? I'm still smoking. Like, I haven't, like, crazy. I've actually gone almost two days without smoking weed. Mm. So that's pretty, uh, pretty big for the old achievement for the Scots there. Good. Um, but I'm sure that someone looks at that and goes, like, two days is nothing, right? <laughs> but no, just trying to cut back on that as well, kind of thing. It's also like kind of a financing, like, hmm, I do spend a lot of money on this. I it's saved true. a lot of money during my 30 days sober. Mm. That you was should, the number one thing. You should try and go as long as you can without smoking, too. Yeah. Just to see. Just see how long you can go. Because I did 24 days really? of the 30 that I was trying to do. That's pretty good. Yeah. And I think the only reason we did it was just because my buddy was like, Hey, you want to? I'm like, yep. That's yeah, all, that's yeah. all I needed. Twist the old rubber arm. Let's <laughs> all go. All I needed was uh, was a little <laughs> bit of an invite. But yeah, so for me, it was always the event. It was like when I picked my 30 day stretch, it was looking at the four times on that 30 day stretch where I'm like, fuck, this is going to suck without drinking. And then I didn't go to two of those <laughs> because I wasn't going to be drinking. The other two was like a wedding and. And some the wedding was wedding was rough with mm. the Everyone was just having so much fun. Um, but yeah, it's more like for me, and I guess everyone's different. For me, it was literally the like the social aspect more so than the booze. It was just like everyone being like, "Hey, we're gonna go to this house party," and I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna go to that because it'll suck if I'm not drinking." Yeah, being one of the only ones. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know. Like, it's interesting because I think I have relatively like four events probably. Tournament, comedy show, concert, and I'm probably going to watch like a bunch of CFL because it's winding mm-hmm. down. So mm-hmm. just be sitting there with a cup of tea. Wrestling pay-per-views won't be easy either. No. Luckily, there's not a lot. Well, there'd only be two, I guess. Regardless. Yes. If you would have started at the beginning of September, if you would have started at the end of right after SummerSlam, you would have had... Damn near the whole thing. Without, without a single pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It would have been a great time to, to do it. Good. All right. God, well. look at my jeans. Oh, jeez, Brad. You're just covered in muck. I am covered in mud, fellas. Where were you today? What were you doing? I was out at like a farm, and it rained, and then mm-hmm. I sank into the mud. Were you looking for the goat again? Is that what was going on? No, no. The goat hasn't been my uh, my beat since we first discovered it. I no. was I discovered the goat. Mm. And then everyone else got to do the blind goat is has been stolen and returned stories. Somebody yeah, somebody stole a blind goat in Edmonton and it was everywhere. Yeah. That and a painting were the two things that were just taken <laughs> over this town. Was it the McDavid painting? Last two yeah. weeks, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and the blind goat. That was the only things people cared about. Yep. Slow, slow news weeks. No. The mayor could kidding. have got shot that week and you wouldn't even hear about it. <laughs> you know, in the States they're covering all these natural disasters and how Dark times are on a right. on America. Yeah. Here in Canada, there's a blind goat that's missing, <laughs> it is, and we painted our all star for our hockey team. That is pretty Canadian of us to just have no issues. Really, it's kind of nice. Yep, our big, for first country problems. Yep. Uh, anything else, Scotty? You want to talk about? Mm, Brando and I are going to have the same thing to talk about from the past. Yeah, I saw Lionel Richie. Oh, you went to that? Hey, how was that? I don't know. I only stayed for like five songs. Okay. So did you really see Lionel Richie then? Yeah. He didn't play all night. We and was his... he the one you were looking for? No, we didn't. We... Could that, you that's see too late. it in his eyes? That's too late into the set. Same with the only song I wanted to hear was All Night Long, just because Rich Swan came up to that on the indies. Mm. And then, uh, no. I was, it was a go with my parents' night, because there was comps, because Lionel sold really poorly. 
That's what I heard. It was him and Mariah Carey, right? Yeah. You see any of MC? No. We did not see any of MC. We he were... opened for her, eh? No. Oh. She opened for him. She opened for Oh, so you got their light. I see. Okay. No, there was, like, problems with doors. They were understaffed, mm. and they didn't realize the number. Like, even though there was a poor number sold, there was a big number of tickets just out there to the public. Hmm. So we ended up just uh, at the new arena, hanging out in the casino and having some appetizers and drinks and stuff. It's a powerful tune. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of blind. Mostly women at Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie's not blind. No, but the song is, the, the, the music video is a blind person. Oh. All right, Sorry. Sorry, Warren. I'm not super enough. into Lionel Richie. <laughs> Neither am I. I know well, you were into him though. enough to know that he wasn't blind. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like he's one of those people where they're like, "Was Lionel Richie blind?" It's like, no, that's Ray Charles mm. or Stevie Wonder. <laughs> uh Brando. Yeah. What's new? Oh, well, Warren, it's just probably the same thing that's new with you, mm-hmm. and it is that we have gotten our hands two weeks ago on Destiny. Two, Destiny, mm. and that game is mighty good. It is. It is very good, actually. That game Surprisingly is for that, me. That game is exactly what the first one became. Scotty was asking me off air. He's like, "So it's way better than the first one." Well, I want to lead in the first thing, aside from Brandon being like, "Oh, didn't I thought you guys had already be recording?" Was you get Destiny too? And I was like, "Nah, I'm not a Destiny guy, man." No. Yep. But Neither I still wanted I. to ask questions about it to see. Neither right. was I, for the record. I did not. You didn't like the first one, right? Very much enjoy the first one at all. Yeah. So I will say this, that Destiny 2 uh, is very similar to what Destiny was, 1 was at the end when they, when they stopped really adding new stuff to Destiny 1 and they're like, hey, let's work on Destiny 2. It kind of became what Destiny 2 was where there was a lot more stuff to do weekly and daily. Uh, whereas when Destiny 1 first launched, that was when it was shit, because that was when you'd put 20 hours into grinding something out to get, like, one light level. And now we go out and we do a strike, and now we got, like, four or five light levels out of it. Uh, So that kind of rising number, that sense that you're actually getting something accomplished when you play that was not there in early Destiny 1 is very much there in Destiny 2, and I think that's why we keep coming back every day. And strangely, I find that the PvP is actually really good in that Yeah, game. we spent a lot of time in the Crucible. I uh, I don't... I Going into it, I was like, we're not going to... Why would we ever play P? We're going to play PvP. We'll play fucking Star Wars or Call of Duty or a PvP game that mm-hmm. is designed to do that. Right. Uh, because why would we play Crucible? But it's, it's, in a weird way, really good. And I thought Destiny 1's Crucible felt like it was like just mushed in there. Yeah. Like, well, let's give them a chance to shoot each other, too. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is really bad. Yes. But yeah, it seems like it's really f- well well tuned, well tuned in Destiny mm-hmm. Two. Yes, um, it's a fun game. Yeah, it's the kind of game. And I was saying this to Scotty as well. Sometimes people go to Destiny for the wrong, like expecting something that they're not going to get, which right. is like Halo or something where it's like, oh, I was I thought it was going to be like a big, big long story campaign. That happened a lot with the first one, where people thought they were going to get into more. Yeah, like a big space a opera. Yeah. And uh, it's like, no, it's the kind of thing that you go do your stuff and then you turn it off and you come back the next day and you do your stuff. You're basically doing, this is the least fun way to explain it, but you're doing your chores in Destiny. You're, you're like, okay, let's turn her on. Let me go do my 10 Crucible matches. All those will be fun. Let me go do my, my Nightfall Strike. That'll be fun and, and, and difficult. We'll do my our story meditations and 
hey, that was a good five hours, boys. We'll see you tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. It's good with buddies, too. Mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't play it if, it if I was by myself. No, I was saying that, too. If, if, if I didn't know anyone who got Destiny 2, I would not get Destiny 2. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, anything else? No, I literally just work, and then I go home and play Destiny. Mm-hmm. I will, uh, Big Brother's coming to a close. You want to yeah. hear about that? Yeah, you guys want to talk about Big Brother? Yeah, you've been Big Brother too, hour. Right? Yeah. yeah. I didn't see what happened last night. Uh, but you can feel free to spoil it. Oh, Sometimes okay. I spoil it on Wikipedia. And then there was watch an eviction anyway. last night. Yeah. Right? Alex is gone. Oh, shit. Fuck. I know. She was my pick to win it, too. God she damn was, it. They fucking turned on her, didn't they? Warren had her in the pool. Fuck, I Paul, thought she was going to be my Paul wouldn't give winner. her the veto. He said, if it comes down to me and you, they'll pick you over me. I can't give you the veto. Makes sense. Yeah, and yeah then, she would have been tough to beat in the final, too, when the yeah, jury I thought she was going to be my winner. So now I have yeah. one guy left, for fuck's sakes. He's, hey, your guy's got a good shot. Who do you got, Paul? Josh. He's got Josh. Oh, yeah, Josh? He's the, he's the dark horse. Here's the thing with Josh. Here's, here's How is Kevin drop some still knowledge. in that game? He's done nothing. He's too yeah. old. I know. And he just keeps getting put up there against, like, threats. And then they're like, well, we better get the threat out now. So not a threat that he's been on the block three yeah. times in a row and barely anyone votes for him. I don't think he gets through. Uh, like, I don't think anyone takes him to the final two because I think people will vote for him. And no one wants to take someone who people are going to yeah. vote to win. Uh, I think people. I think everyone wants to take Josh because he was such a like time bomb in the house that everyone thinks that people hate Josh. But I think they're gonna take him, and then everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, Josh is all right. He was just a big baby. <laughs> he does cry a lot. He cries yeah, a lot. He does he cry does. a lot. More than more points. than many any contestant I've ever seen in all my seasons watching. He got homesick in like two days. Yeah. He was just like, I just miss my family. He's and I was like, boy. I haven't seen my mother in like a week and a half. I know, that's like, so bogus to yeah. me. You don't miss your fucking family. Um, they're doing uh, Big Brother Canada. You guys want to you wanna apply? No. No. I thought about it. I, I think legitimately, it looks shitty. I legitimately thought about it, and then I was reading the thing, and it's like, you need to be athletic to do the challenges. I'm like, oh, right, yeah. No, and then I'm yeah, we got a girl with a broken foot in the American one. It's true. Yeah, but she can't compete in half but the competition. Fucking arms are She's a jacked individual. She's so. like the Se- the girl Seth Rollins, like just super into CrossFit. Mm. She's like a Miss Olympia too, I think, or a runner up. So probably like the amount of times that I watch some of those challenges, I'm like, well, I'm out. Couldn't do that. I wouldn't even be able to get up there. Like yeah. the fucking that first week when they're swinging on the rope. Oh yeah, you can't. I do would that. have just jumped down and just took my luck with the fucking That's true. mushroom things that they had to pick or apples or whatever they were. If Warren, if somebody was like, hey, I need you to throw this competition, Warren would be like, you fucking betcha, man. Just, keep me, I can do just that. keep me safe. It's true. I'd be, how, I'd I wonder be how far that would get you, though. Double being like, people left, right, and center. Like, well, we'll take this guy to the, like, the final five, because when it comes down to uh, like win the challenge to move I on, <laughs> they know you're not going to do it. dumb luck my way into winning. It's half the reason Kevin's thing. still in his. Yeah. I bet you like a lot of people who are tuning in are just like, what do you guys know about Big Brother? We haven't talked about Big Brother once ever in this show. Nope. Anyway. I think a couple nope. times I've like, yeah, so what are you doing in your week? I'm like, I'm yeah. watching America's Got Talent and Big and Brother. And I've watched mm-hmm. three episodes, maybe four. I usually keep you kind of in the loop. Yeah. I mean, like I follow on the pool because I'm in a yeah. pool at work. So. Which I think is a great idea, actually. It is. If, yeah. So Josh, who's actually would have been a points monster for Warren, um, there was a, uh, a category that was like, oh, you, if someone cries, points are awarded or something. But there was something at the beginning of this whole thing where I thought the way you explained it to me that you got points towards your pool for criers. Mm. And I was like, oh, Josh is just raking it in. He's worn. And you kept telling me how bad you were doing. And I was like, oh, fuck, how are you doing? So Josh cries like eight times an episode. And then you're like, oh, you 
crying costs you points. You yep. lose points for crying. And I was like, oh, oh, oh you yeah. never had a chance then. No, no. And then Paul's HOH going into tonight where there will be another eviction. Another one. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's an episode tonight and tomorrow. So and get so, watching some Big Brother, everybody. So Kev's out then, right? You'd think. Is it just the four of them left? Yeah, the final four is Kevin, Christmas, Josh, and Paul. So Kevin's out then. Has You'd to. think so, yeah. There's no way. There's no way. Unless one of those yahoos thinks that they could take Kevin to the end and win. Fuck, that show's fake. Is, that, is it a fake, scripted? Let's talk about wrestling. It's a work. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the news. Uh, yeah, I got nothing else either. I fucking played Destiny and uh, that's it. So Let's do go to the news, as Scotty said. And now. Let's do. Let's do. Spanish announced table news. Break it. Brandon and or Scotty Molino. Who wants to go first? Scotty, you can go first because you got more news. Okay. Uh, should we lead him with the fun story or the not fun story? Uh, not fun story always leads to newscast. Yep. All right. Well, Jeff Jarrett, which I know none of us are a fan of, has been removed due to personal issues, mm. uh, is what Anthem has said, from GFW. He's still a consultant, but doesn't have the power he once did. Um, there's people. Certain people think that some of his drinking and behavior is some of the reason why that Anthem officials don't want him around. Sure. I guess that that Triple Mania event where uh, Sexy Star took liberties with Rosemary. Sure. Uh, Jarrett berated Sexy Star backstage to the point of like, and Sexy Star is married to like some boxer guy who's like a championship boxer in Mexico. And Jeff Jarrett was like, I don't care who he is. Like, your woman's out of line. She needs to apologize. And they almost fought. So Anthem didn't like that either. So you Jeff, think that at least the business would have respected Jarrett for doing that though? Yeah, hopefully. especially when it's an event where AAA... And, like, Impact, GFW are that. Like, their rosters are mixed. Jarrett was looking out for, like, his own person. Mm. Technically in the right, I would think, in that situation. But if he was, like, loaded, he may not have handled the situation very well. Sure. Right. Uh, A funny thing about that is that, like, it's almost identical to what happened when he lost Impact. Mm -hmm. And went to go found GFW. I'm waiting for the next pyramid scheme from Jeff Jarrett here (laughs) to help get him back. Well, and the irony in all this is that... Now Anthem is all pissed off, and they want to sell the whole thing. Yeah, they're like, we don't want to be in the wrestling business anymore. But you guys weren't even in it for a year. Jarrett owns the Global Force wrestling name, so they would have to sell Impact. Um, which I mean makes sense because they had like they had no money either. Like they had to gut the Fight Network in order to make this work. Yeah. And apparently one of the top suitors to buy Impact, should they sell it, is one Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I'll be damned. Strictly for that library. A yeah. finger in every pie, that man. Yeah, so. especially with, like, Joe and Styles. I heard that Sinclair Broadcasting, the people who own Ring of Honor, are interested, but I don't think that they would throw down the money that Vince would. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird story. But maybe they can outbid Vince if he's concussed. I mean, Jeff always seems to somehow find his way back. He's kind of a cockroachy so guy. If he goes to rehab and shows that he wants to be serious, maybe Anthem gives him a second chance. I don't know. Well, it was rumored that the uh, 
the Bound for Glory main event was going to be Alberto uh, El Patron versus Jeff Jarrett. Mm. For like, the angle was going to be like, for control of GFW kind right. of thing. That makes sense. So, but like, to me, that is not a money matchup. Nope. For your quote-unquote biggest <laughs> pay-per-view of the year? No shit. But I guess it's better than Bobby Lashley being in your main event again. You're not a Bobby Lashley fan, hey? He's just not the complete package to me. If he could talk a little better, sure, maybe. That's fair. All right. Is he a good wrestler either? Like, I know he's a good he's athlete. He's significantly better than he used Is he? To be. Okay. Yeah. Significantly. I have his WWE work and then one, mm -hmm. one uh, Hardy, Hardy, Hardy Boy production yes. uh, to... Uh, to really take them all in, and that main event at that uh, deletion thing, that wasn't so good. Speaking of, I think that was the one that never ended, right? Total nonstop. Deletion. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the match that they just didn't have. Kept fighting. Just, yeah. just never saw them They're again. Still the going the to program. this day, almost a year later. <laughs> uh, speaking of someone who used to work for GFW backslash TNA, Christy Hemi, pregnant with quadruplets. That is terrifying. That's a lot of people coming out of a small woman. Mm. Well, and the weird thing is. Like, she was always a very skinny lady. Yep. And I'm just like, whoa, like, any, you have one baby, you get kind of big. Four being in there, that's going to be, like, go on. I don't know. They're just going to have to, like, C-section her or something. Well, I, I would assume. You pretty much have to. She's five foot five, 110 pounds. Yeah. Unless they're going to, like, all properly grow as, like, a totem pole and shoot out there <laughs> one after another. Although, maybe by the third one, they'll be, like, tap dancing their way out. Maybe. It's true. Yeah. Uh, another person having a baby in the wrestling business, Melissa Santos and Brian Cage are having their first baby. Uh, they're both, Lucha, it's Lucha Underground uh, ring announcer and then Brian Cage of Lucha Underground and other indie work. Nice. Uh, what are the odds this baby comes out already hooked on steroids? Oh, can you get addicted to steroids? I don't know. Brian, <laughs> if you look at Brian Cage, you're just like, that guy's on the gas. Just like a one Billy gun there, you Warren. Like, you like that little chirp? Yeah. I was pretty proud of myself yeah. for that one. I'm not going to lie. Warren's chirping Billy gun on Twitter. He's got, <laughs> like, and it's funny because like Warren will go like days on Twitter where he doesn't say it's true. shit. It's true. I and do. then all of a sudden something will fire him up and he's like, oh, hell no. I'm not letting the fucking ass man <laughs> slide on this one. Well, you can't say he's got two words for you. You are setting yourself up that he can't use that anymore now that he's been caught. Popped for the gas. The juice. Performance enhancers, anabolic steroids. All right. There's your two words. Yeah. Uh, and my third news story, or fourth one, I guess. I snuck that Brian Cage one in. Mm. Uh, also, I could do that zinger about the baby on steroids. Uh, the fourth Just one. Just comes out jacked as shit. Yeah. <laughs> with like a little like Speedo on. <laughs> Ready to go. Yeah. Uh, Mick Foley had knee surgery over the weekend. or Yeah, within the, the last week, week I think. Yeah. yeah. Since our last podcast. She's and got he's, a new knee and a new hip. You know what that means. Man's one more wrestle. run. <laughs> it's like that man just seems like he's probably more machine than man somewhere oh, under yeah. that. Like, oh, yeah. Under that flannel coat. He's just like tanks fucking pumping organs. and The fact that he can still walk and talk, though, is, I think, a miracle in and of itself. Sure. I imagine him dropping answered. his black sweats and you're just like, there's a robot hip. Like his one leg is <laughs> no. completely mechanical. Yeah, like. The Terminator from the waist down. Or like he pushes like a button on his watch and like his lower half turns into a car and he just like. <laughs> <laughs> when he bends his knee, you can hear the hinges. Yeah. Yeah. Well, need a little oil. Um, well, there was another surgery too, right? Big show. Uh, yeah, big show. Uh, now I'm going to say allegedly, I believe this is real, but it did come I from the WWE. 
uh, website. Uh, after beating the Big Show, uh, oops, sorry, uh, skipped ahead there a little bit. Um, the Big Show suffered a hip injury during last week's match against Braun Strowman that will require surgery. After beating the Big Show, Strowman threw him into the cage. The section of the cage gave way. The former world champion fell toward the outside. That was definitely real. Um, like that was that was a gimmicked cage. Uh, but although the Big Show appeared to land back first when he went through the cage, he could have tweaked the hip earlier in the match. Uh, for instance, this is a terribly written story. Yeah, big, they're not very good. Yeah, Big Big Show is uh, Big Show appears to be hurt and going in for surgery. They don't yep. write their articles how people talk. Mm. It's because Joey's not there anymore. Yeah, Joey Styles is really holding that website together. Fuck. Are him um, and AJ related? I don't know. I've never thought about that. And neither have I until right now. They're brothers. Yeah. Uh, in an interview with Sports Illustrated's Justin Barrasso, mm. the Big Show said he didn't plan on wrestling beyond the day his contract expires in February. And quote, no last matches, no fanfare, just ride off into the sunset and disappear, he said. That's more my style. They should have just wrote him off on that Monday in that cage match. After Strowman left, he should have stood up, waved to the fans. It would have been like, thank you, show. And then it would have been all daisies and he could have fucking went on with his life. But that legitimately might not even be what Big Show wants. Like, he might not even want, like, the send-off, like, the the moment where yeah. Big Show had his last match. He, he just wants to... I think he just wants to wrestle like yeah. he has another contract coming and then disappear. He just wants to vape goes. in the corner by himself. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they'll let him do that. I don't though. think so either. Big Show's such a... He's been in such an attraction and such a good employee for so long. I think they'll want... They'll re-up him for three months, whatever it is, until Mania. He'll do a match of some sort. Yeah. Probably not against Shaq, but it'll be something, and then he'll have watch him it. win. Oh, he's already won that battle royale. Yeah, hmm. he should beat someone good, or he should lose to someone good, yeah. and then that be it. Have Kane retire him. A returning big cast. Heck, if I didn't want, yeah, big cast would be good. If I didn't want uh, Strowman to be doing something else in Mania at that point, I'd say have Strowman put him down. That's a great matchup, and just like kind of make it be. Like then you actually tell the story of it being like There's only room this for is, one yep, giant. There's around one these giant, here. and this one's younger and faster and stronger now, and ready to take the torch. And country stronger. Country stronger. Yes. Strowman will probably be in a better like feud though. Uh yeah, probably wrestling the mountain. <laughs> There's your better feud, Scotty. Uh, the Game of Thrones guy. There's your guy? better feud that is probably going to happen. Yes. But, yeah. Oh, okay. The man is quite a bit bigger <clears throat> than Braun Strowman. Brando, how's your Game of Thrones going? Uh, it's over again for another year. Oh, or it, maybe a year it, and a half. Yeah, or good. maybe a year and a half. It was a good two months-ish. Did it live up to what you wanted? Oh, yeah. I love that shit. It's changed a lot. Like, Game of Thrones used to be, like, this kind of political, like, sneaky, like, twists and turns. And you're like, oh, shit, that's a crazy conniving thing. And now it's got to the point where it's like, okay, this is the end. Battle lines are drawn. Now it's just these crazy action pieces with dragons flying, burning cities and stuff like that. Which is also dope. But feels very different. Good. Uh, all right. I got nothing else uh, news-wise, I don't think. It was kind of a slow week. Yeah, really nothing much to talk about. Ric Flair continues to get better, which is good. Uh, SmackDown did the highest viewership in months with uh, the return of Vince McMahon this week, which is a good look, especially going into football season. Not that they have to compete with football, but... Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's, that's... It was a good SmackDown. Oh my God. Both WWE shows were pretty good this week, actually. Mm. 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 
I feel like you disagree. He didn't like Raw. Uh, I'm trying to remember stuff that happened on Raw. I'll let you know after we talk about it. Yeah. Alrighty. Making sure there's nothing new as a refresh. Okay, good. Nobody passed away? Nope. Good. Nope. Oh, that always sucks when you get home and you realize you forgot to talk about the guy who died. It's true. It's happened a couple times. But we times try and keep it light, right? We don't want to be... No. We just say stop living. You just stop living today. Yes. That's okay. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Everyone's going to do it. Exactly. Happens to everyone. Yeah. You're all going to die. Pick a time. Uh, there's NXT tapings going on right now. And there's one spoiler that I just saw, but I won't say anything. Mm. You'll spoil the whole thing within the week. I already have. Was it a Hawaiian guy's name? No. no first name? No. What kind of? No. Second name? Canadian rock band? No. Leo Rush? Is that what you mean? No. Yeah. Not Leo Rush. Oh, okay. Well, that's also a spoiler. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. And, uh, <laughs> well, we knew he'd signed already. We talked about that. Yeah. But now he's actually doing something on their television by the looks of it. That doesn't surprise me. Did you like that name, like that attempt at trying to get you to figure out what I was saying? I didn't get the Hawaiian thing. I don't get the Hawaiian thing. Is at Le- all. Oh, I guess I like Leo. Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, sorry. I, I thought his name was Lilo. Lilo Rush. Mm, but it's Leo. It would be more like oh, I should have said Mahana Nickelback, DiCaprio, I, or I should have said uh, astrological sign, mm. Canadian rock band. Sure, that would have worked. It's funny that you're just like assuming that me and Warren are smarter than everyone that will get this without you spoiling it for like listeners. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> like it's like oh, let me just talk in this really high level code that only we will be able to decipher. No, I think our listeners are smart for the most part. So then you were just actively spoiling it for them. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Classic Scotty, one might say. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's slide over to Raw. Now get the cards, the drugs, from my generation. I'll take the fall, the saints, and across the nation. And it's a sense the cards, the face, the fraud, the messing with me. The Honda Center in Anaheim, California, formerly the Duck Pond, formerly the Arrowhead Center. Arrowhead. Something. Arrowhead Pond? Yeah, I think it was the pond. You're right, yeah. Arrowhead Pond. Yeah. And I think the Duck Pond was just the nickname. Just the, like yeah, the, right. like yes. the Pepsi can or the mm. soda can or whatever they used to call the Pepsi Center. Uh, Roman Reigns and Jason Jordan had a match off the hop. Uh, Reigns pinned Jordan after a spear after the match. John Cena showed up and exchanged words with Reigns about their match at No Mercy. The story that they were essentially telling here is, well, if you remember back to last week, which I guess we didn't talk about, um, Cena, uh, Cena had a match with Jason Jordan. Reigns made fun of him for almost losing, and then they essentially did the same thing here. So Jordan's kind of getting a rub here. Yeah. Which the match against Cena was really good, actually. Yeah. yeah. And this match yeah. was not as good, but it was a good match. I just, and I agree. I have nothing against his in-ring. I think he's he's a great wrestler, but it just every time they say Kurt Angle's son, it bothers me. I know. You're I not, just like, you're not in anymore, right? Like, you were barely in when they announced it. Right. And then the further away it gets, you're like, this is stupid. Like, this either, is something that stays with him for the rest of his life. Either unless you they write him out of something it. or just drop it and pretend like we never happened. I get mm. that that sucks as much, but... Stop fucking calling him Kurt Angle's son. I'm just so done with it. It's going to be like a Hornswoggle thing where, like, 15 years down the down the line, if this guy's lucky enough to have a career, they're still going to be saying it, and yep. we're going to be going like, 
Oh, right. <laughs> I feel like this could be like a contender for one of Warren's duds of the year, like worst storyline of the year. Yeah, it's probably going to be up there. Probably is. But We're at that point of the year with like fall around the corner. We're really starting to think about year-end picks. Yeah, man. I'm going to go back and watch some matches from my list and get that all worked out. I got mine. Some time. I got mine right now. Yeah. I'm not going to say uh, Sasha Banks and Emma had a match. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax both sat in a commentary for this match. Banks won via the submission by making Emma tap out to the Banks statement. I miss this match. Just going for a real quick pee. It's the, uh, the first time that Nia has, uh, worn street clothes. Yeah, exactly. She looked good. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Alexa is so great at being terrified of her. I love that that aspect of her just giving her those looks of like, holy shit, I am so fucked if she gets mad at me. Yeah. Like yeah. The size difference is so good. Yes. And Alexa is so good at being like, like you said, being terrified of her, but also looking like she has a pretty good handle on their friendship and she's like almost cocky around her too. I'm okay. Yeah. Like, but well, yeah, I know that if yeah. I fuck this up, <laughs> yeah. I'm screwed. Yeah. Exactly. You are my greatest weapon, but also my greatest threat. It's like watching someone skate on thin ice. Yes, it is. Yeah, that was that took, was, it took me no, a second. No, no that's yeah, there. You're good. No, legitimately, what like specifically Nia Jax mm. watching her a... skate on thin <laughs> ice, where you're just like something's no, about to happen. No. It's not gonna hold. <laughs> uh, wasn't a rollerblade with hot sauce incident. <laughs> uh, then we had Brock Lesnar come out with Paul Heyman. Heyman challenged uh, Strowman to come to the ring, which led to both men fighting in the ring and Strowman getting the best of Lesnar yet again. Uh, the segment ended with uh, Strowman posing with the Universal Championship. Uh, with his foot on Lesnar's chest. I love that Lesnar even kind of was like trying selling. to swat it off. Like, yeah. get off me, man. Yeah, like, he was, didn't want it, but he couldn't get it off. It was good. I quite enjoyed that. Uh, Bray Wyatt defeated Goldust in a, in a weird matchup. Uh, the, the idea here was that Goldust wears paint, just like Finn Balor wears paint sometimes. So Bray Wyatt is feuding with face paint. Pretty much. Uh, Wyatt connected with the sister Abigail for the victory after the match. He took a towel, wiped off the makeup from Goldust's face. Finn Balor came out and made the save, running Wyatt off, even though he's got no allegiance to Goldust whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And also the last time that we saw Goldust, he was very much a heel, beating the shit out of R-Truth before their match. Even he didn't pimping a prodigy that never happened. Yeah. Um, is there more people with face paint that they can give Bray to give to Bray leading up to this? Uh, he could take on the Ascension if they switch brands. Sure. They were face paint. Right. Um, Dolph Ziggler wore face paint on SmackDown, being baby, the Ultimate Warrior. Baby sure. face Usos. Yeah, we're gonna need some raw people here. Uh, oh, jeez. Uh, fuck. Kane. That's not paint. On his eyes. A little around his eyes. Speaking of Kane, I'm being Kane for Halloween this year. Oh, well, there you go. But it's going to be Patrick Kane. So oh. it's going to be Kane mask, my Patrick Kane jersey, and then, like, the, the old That's school actually, wig. That's pretty good. Uh, you know what you should do is I'm you should put that. the, uh, like, the Patrick from uh, SpongeBob Swim Trunks on. Mm. Oh! Yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah. Patrick Fuck Brando. You're yeah. money, money ideas. <laughs> Patrick Star Kane. Kane. Yeah. Dean Kane. Yeah, he'd be tough to work in the name. You, there's something there, though. Yeah. Hockey star Patrick Kane. You know what you should do? Maybe. Just don't like leave off. <laughs> oh no, because you'd need that. Yeah, yeah, it's tough because you're you're taking the Patrick from one end and the Kane mm -hmm. from the other end. Yeah, it's tough. 
You just Patrick Kane. That's probably the yeah. Patrick you don't, Kane. Don't yeah. overthink it. Yeah. So I'm looking on eBay right now to buy like a real old school style Kane mask. Like a like a real one or a kid's. No, like so one that someone's like made as a craft, like a yeah, okay. like almost like an old school hockey mask style painted thing. Sure. Um, Warren wants me to be Kane too. That's true. I have to figure out if I can make that happen. You also are being Kane. <laughs> yeah. Well, not to spoil anything, but it would go uh, well with all the other costumes. It's true. It would. Uh where were we here? Backstage, Charlie Caruso interviewed Seamus and Cesaro. Uh, they said that Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson are more, are, yeah, more of a threat than Rollins and Ambrose, who they predicted will turn on one another when the times get tough. It was a weird segment. Mm-hmm. It felt like people, uh, were being like kind of forced into programs that they don't belong in. Yeah. Uh, backstage, Raw GM, Kurt Angle, told Rollins that, uh, Rollins and Ambrose, if they could find two more tag partners, he'd put them into an eight-man tag against the club, and uh, Dabar, Ambrose said he was going to recruit Batman and Mickey Mouse. Angle told him his partners had to be real people. So here's some things here. Okay, one, he said Disney World, which is in... Florida. Florida, which is closed because there's a fucking hurricane hitting it, so strike one, Mm -hmm. strike two... Uh, Disneyland is what he was trying to say because that is in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Disney owns Marvel, not DC, not DC, and therefore Batman would have nothing to do with Mickey Mouse. Right. But Batman would be a real great tag team partner. There was a graphic somebody put up of like video game versions of the two of them with the belts <laughs> on their. It was actually. I just like Kurt Angle there. That was real comedical. But yeah, they three strikes there for Diener. Yeah, idiot. Um. I think it's weird that he like specifically said your partners have to be real people. Yes, like that. That was just the way he just wanted to phrase it. Mm-hmm. Like, ha! Ah, don't be sarcastic. You better go find yourself. A t- <laughs> no, no, no. We, we're actually thinking you. You need to have real, yeah. real people. No, yeah, just just for tonight. Yeah, one time thing. Um, <laughs> and it was super obvious who they were gonna pick because there's only X amount of tag teams. On. I thought so too, but Brando seemed surprised when they walked up at the end. Uh, with the Hardys? Yeah. Yeah, it might have been. Brady was on the wall there. I remember there. you said, uh, uh, that's maybe not as exp- ex- as exciting as I thought it was going to be, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So well, maybe what did you think it was going to be? I'm thinking of a different, there was one where I was even dumber about something, and I can't remember what that one is, too. Hopefully it comes to me when we, like, go through the segments. Um, hmm. Fuck, there was one where I said something super stupid. And I can't remember what it was. And you just looked at me. <laughs> I was like, uh. oh, yeah, oh, I'm dumb. What was that? that? I do remember you saying that. Fuck. <laughs> I don't remember. It'll, it, it'll probably pop up. Anyways, uh, Elias defeated Kalisto in a rematch from main event last week. Scott, did you watch main event last week? No. Wait. No. I did. It's the first time in my life I've watched main event. Um, I think less of you two is people when I hear you watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Elias played a song about how much Anaheim sucks. He this, pinned Kalisto following Drift Away. This was not his best work. No. I mean, ducks and sucks rhymes, so it's kind of easy. It's he probably just, yes. Writes itself. As soon as he saw that, he's like, well, that's what I'm ending on. <laughs> uh, John Cena and Braun Strowman had a match. Cena won via disqualification after Strowman brought the steel steps into the ring, even though he hit him on the outside of the ring yeah. with the steps and the ref was looking right at him and didn't, didn't do anything fuck. until he brought it in the ring, which... It, you know the weird thing was when there, there was, was no DQ game. on that, I was like, 
Can you normally get away with that spot? I was going to say, there was a video game, and I can't remember which one it was, where that was the rule. So you can whack a guy right. on the outside with a weapon, but as soon as you bring here, it in, he's... You're done for. Yeah. Anything goes on the outside. Cena Strowman, fresh matchup mm -hmm. uh, for Raw, considering... I thought Cena was just going to do the rain segment stuff where they're kind of doing this work shoot promo on each other kind of thing. Mm. And this felt like a pay-per-view level thing, too. Like, you knew it wasn't going to be the payoff for a potential feud with them, but it felt like, oh, these guys are both super hot and both have huge programs coming up. This feels like a match that no one can win. Yeah. It was the best way to do it, though, yeah. I think. Um, what did you guys think of the... Uh, we didn't really talk too much about it, but what did you guys think of the... Um, the the usage of the steroid line by John Cena in their promo. Uh, they already kind of went farther than I wanted them to on in terms of the like breaking the fourth wall stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think I actually didn't like I didn't dislike this as much as when they were like Im almost implying that wrestling was like the winners of wrestling matches was predetermined. Sure. I also liked rain. Uh, I, I, the steroid thing is like uh. That's a little too inside. But like and, in a real sport, a guy would take a shot at another guy for using steroids. Yeah. Right? Like in, in the UFC. Daniel Cormier did against John Jones two months ago. Exactly. Um, so that I'm like, oh, that's just like real personal shit. That's, ooh, that's, that's mean. It's, it's when they get into the all like stuff where you're like, oh, you guys are implying that this is all fake and that the the top guy in the company is chosen by management and mm. it's not who the best wrestlers are like which is true but don't say it yeah i uh, agree i also like uh reigns being like i'm selling all these tickets because you aren't and then warren put up a picture on our twitter which fucking blew up not in terms of retweets but just in terms of people talking to the sapot account and mm. Given their stake on, you know, hey, this local indie or blah, blah, blah draws better in this city kind of thing. Yeah. like, And it's just weird that they would still go ahead with that line when and if you if you watch it back, you'll notice that John, when Rain says that, John even kind of like, oh, like shakes his head and like points to the hard cam side where there is fucking nobody sitting there. Yeah. Which in and of itself is weird. A, that they would even bring it up when it's that that short of a crowd. Mm -hmm. And B, that John would go, no, they're not. Look, like you're, you're saying, no, we're struggling right now. Right. and the, like the <laughs> Look revenue, at how empty it is. The revenue numbers and stuff are so well documented now that it's like Roman Reigns is like, oh, well, look, 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 the company's never been in better shape than since I got here. Sure, we can't do pyro yeah, anymore. Yeah, where the hell's the pyro then, Roman? Spent it all on his fucking punching the ground at WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> Though I will give Reigns props for the week before that when John Cena was like, your zipper's undone. And he was like, sorry. Big dog. Big dog. That was actually And I was good. just like, oh, shit. I did like Because that. that was totally not planned. Yep. And very off the cuff. And I was like, damn it, Roman actually got me to smile and chuckle about something. <laughs> like, I was also wondering if the WWE would have a big problem with his, yeah, you would be looking at my balls. Yeah, that was an interesting choice of words. Be yeah. a star, Roman. Yeah. Don't okay. imply that being gay is bad. Uh, Enzo Amore was a guest on Miz TV. This also got super shooty. Yeah, this yeah. got real work shooty too. Uh, entering right after the Miz and Maurice announced they were pregnant. They're going to have a child. 
which is super baby face way to announce it. This is a fucking really weird segment. Which he is said, cool that the crowd gave them a nice pop. But also, why? That's the, the, why wouldn't they give them a pop? That's yeah, why it's like people kind of like the Miz now, right? So. But the way he said it was just it, what, like he could have said, "We're going to grace the world with our more good, better looking than any of you people offspring." Or so. instead, he goes, "I'd like to announce it in the place where we first met in the ring." Like it's just, how do you boo that? How am yeah. I supposed to, as people a love wrestling that fan, shit. boo this man when he's telling me that he's going to have a child? No. Um, We're not monsters. We don't hate your yeah. kids just because right. you're not the best guy. Which is really funny because then when Enzo's music hits, instantly everyone's like, "Dude, not the time." Yeah, th- this is inappropriate. <laughs> they're professing their love and having mm. a kid. Like, imagine if at a wedding, like during the vows, you were like, "Yeah," just like came in and like kind and of promo some, yeah, some kid in like friggin' leopard shorts comes and starts <laughs> blaring music. You're just like, "Oh, shh! You're wrecking a beautiful moment." <laughs> And, like, Miz yelling at Enzo is, like, really cool because Miz kind of was that guy at one point. Not as obnoxious as Enzo, but was kicked out of the locker room because of his behavior. Yeah, no, there is a lot of truth in this promo. A lot of truth in this promo from Miz. And, like, the Miz's tone of voice and stuff, it it came off very honest where he's like, you have so much potential. Yeah. But no, you always actually, keep being an idiot. He legit seemed pissed about it because I think he he agrees with what he was saying, which is pretty cool. Uh, he told him that no one on the WWE roster could stand him. He wasn't as good as Neville. Amore told Miz uh, he copied other wrestlers, whereas he is original. Miz said he isn't championship material, so Amore, Amore challenged him to a match, and Miz accepted. Uh, Enzo picks up the win via disqualification after the Miz Taraj attacked him on the outside of the ring. This was... Uh, hey, the first cruiserweight, the first 205 Live guy to branch out against somebody else on Raw... Historic moment here, guys. That's right. First time. Never mind the fact that he's fucking got one toe in there (laughs) on the main roster most of the time. Uh, And then a really weird thing. They go backstage. Enzo is kind of hobbling because he just got the shit kicked out of him. And Neville just walks up all stone-faced and then sits there awkwardly for like five seconds, cracks a smile, does the worst fake evil laugh I've ever heard in my life, and walks away. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the point of that was. It was really like, Why? It wasn't good. He can't do a fake laugh, obviously, so don't make him do it. It just weird. Came off very corny cornball. Super. Like, super corny. Uh, we had an eight-man tag match. Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and their mystery team, the Hardy Boys, defeating the club and DeBar. Rollins scored the pin on Carl Anderson after Ambrose hit him with a dirty deeds. Dirty. Anything you guys want to say about that? No, this was maybe my least favorite. Ambrose Rollins match. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's getting stale, but more likely it just wasn't. Also, I don't really like eight man tags. Sure. There's too many cooks in the kitchen kind of thing. That's fair. Yeah, there was a lot going on. I like I kinda like the the like instead of having a tag team finisher, they just both do their finishers. Because mm. Rollins lends itself well to just have someone staggering across the ring Knocked into loopy. another one. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Wait. All right. Well, studs and duds. Miz gets a stud this week. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, I'm going to give Jason Jordan a stud for the past two weeks. I've thought his matches have been really good for. Yeah. He's a hell of a wrestler. Him. Yeah, and like that northern, like that double northern lights he's doing now. Yeah, that's really cool. I agree. Move over, Alicia Fox. 
Alicia Fox. Uh, Alicia Fox. I'll give my stud to um, Alexa Bliss. Really liked her on commentary. I like that backstage segment where she was all apologetic, trying to get Nia to be her friend again. She's just so good right now. I will give my dud to, obviously, the... Um, uh, what was it? There was something that was obvious, but now I obviously can't remember what it was. Uh, oh, it's it's a toss-up between the Dean Ambrose with the Batman thing, because that pissed me off for whatever reason, and uh, the pregnancy announcement. Sure. I liked the Miz. I totally agree. He would be—he's a stud as far as that promo. But the, the whole idea of them being like, "We're gonna have a baby," but now I'm a heel again. So boomy, like it just. Yeah, I don't know if he was the heel in that segment. Like every time Enzo's on TV now, I'm like so dissatisfied. Like I just want to boo him. Hmm. That's fair. Uh, my stud will be Cena Reigns again, which I still uh, have been enjoying those little back and forths. Uh, and my dud will be the Neville laugh thing. Yeah, that also was really stupid. Good call. All right, that's raw. Now for the good stuff. SmackDown Live from Las Vegas. Sin City SmackDown, they were building it as. It's a lot of asses. Yeah. Good thing I don't have a slur. <laughs> uh, question for you guys. Steve. <laughs> SmackDown Live. Schweppes. Uh, do you guys like lawsuit angles? Oh, um, wouldn't be wrestling with a lawsuit angle. It's true. And you want to get Vince involved, you got to get a lawsuit angle. That's the thing, right? That's That's how that works, but... So KO comes out, starts the show, says he didn't fight back last week against Shane because he respects authority. Says he expects SmackDown Live to be canceled and it for uh, and for it to become the KO show. First act, Sami Zayn will be fired. Number two, Byron Saxton and Tom Phillips will have to wear the same suit. Uh, fashion Files getting canceled. So just well, kind of they've. <laughs> been two weeks since yeah. we've seen them so they kind of already are canceled they're on 205 this week fucking, were they really yeah wow but it was just like a backstage segment thing it wasn't like they wrestled yes mm. yeah. but i didn't see it i just saw that on twitter because mm. i didn't watch 205 this week uh he ko calls out vince mcmahon shane's music hits he's like no anyone but him but it's dolph ziggler once again trying out another entrance mm. Uh, KO's like, yeah, you might as well go and uh, use that one because no one else is using it right now <laughs> with Shane being suspended. Um, Daniel Bryan comes out and says, Vince isn't here yet, but he'll be here later to deal with you. What do you guys think of Kevin Owens' opening promo? I actually don't mind the uh, the lawsuit thing. I think Kevin is smarmy enough to make it work for mm-hmm. me. Uh, he seems like the kind of guy that would... Provoke somebody until he hits until he hits them and then sue them for all they have. So it just made a lot of sense. Yeah, me. he's real good at that getting under their skin thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't mind it at all either. United States title match. AJ Styles said the U.S. Open Challenge is only open to one person tonight, and that person is the perfect 10, Ty Dillinger. It was a good match, but it was kind of short, about seven minutes, about as long as Natty and Naomi got as well. Mm. Uh, Corbin tried to get involved. AJ hit a springboard uh, forearm. To uh, knock him off the apron. Ty almost got the roll up because of it. 
AJ did win with the calf crusher. So Ty's tapped out to the calf crusher twice in like a month. Ty maybe is a jobber? <laughs> yeah. I, I think so. I think he's just a byproduct of them wanting to get to Corbin and AJ. He's just a glorified jobber. Like he's a fan favorite, like a Zack Ryder. Right. Um, then post-match, Corbin threw AJ into the barricade and then clothesline Ty, then called his shot for the open challenge next week. Mm. Uh, I thought the match was really good, too. Yeah, Me too. I, I popped pretty hard and kind of bit on one of the near falls for Dillinger. Like, I knew that there was no way that he yeah. was going to win, but still. Right after, was... his, uh, right after his finisher there? Yeah. yeah. There's that one there. Oh, after he did the just... tiebreaker? And it came off of a distraction, which makes you think, well, maybe they found a way to justify this title mm. change. God, that finisher looks good, too. Now mm. that he's doing that flip, yeah, I mean AJ sold it like a mother too, which helps. But um, yeah, that spin adds a lot of yeah, that extra little bit of. Well, the problem was the it. old one he was doing. Everyone was like, people were doing it as not finishers. Mm. AJ specifically was doing it as a not finisher. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ would do the exact same thing. Uh, from there, we got Rusev backstage. Said he went to Bulgaria. He didn't get a hero's welcome. They called him a loser. They were disappointed in him, and said he knows what he must do. He must break a legend. We're getting Randy Orton versus Rusev. Is that what you think? Yeah. Randy Orton or legend? Mm. I guess he's like Randy At Orton this point, legend. if John Cena is considered a legend, is John Rand- C- like, I, I think they are. Le- I just feel like there was always some sort of like age that would get associated with being a legend. Like you had to be like out, if not like right on your way out. Right. Like oh, Undertaker so- was like the only like how they current call, guy. Like, Hall of Famers are kind of called legends. Yeah. Yeah. How old's Orton now? He's got to be getting close to 40. Yeah. Maybe. Not that I'm saying you're a legend at 40. No. But. I'd say you're like, a, like short of The Undertaker. You're right. I, fe- I feel yeah. like I never really would think to call a guy a legend until he was like out or like sure. just leaving. 37 is Orton for the record. Okay. Um, yeah, I assumed that it was somebody else, but you could be right. It could be just going back to Orton. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I thought it was going to be Vince. Ooh, I thought he just fucking beats the shit out of Vince. Yeah, no one could ever do that, guys. Come on. Um, I did think for a brief moment when he started, just the way he started this promo, how he's all, I went back to my home and they didn't, they didn't care for me, and I, I was disappointed. I was waiting, just waiting for him to be like, and that's why I'm happy to be right here in my new home, the U.S. and total like face turn, and I'm it's like, like, oh super god, super corny. <laughs> here we go. Or, Brace yourself. I'm super happy to be my new home of Las Vegas. And he's just like the gambler Rusev all of a sudden. No. No, but that didn't happen. Thank God. Uh, next up, we got Jinder Mahal and the Singh brothers. This is actually a really shitty segment, I thought, for multiple different reasons. Mm. Uh, they put up pictures of Nakamura, call him constipated, say that he's a ripoff. Why didn't Nakamura come out and defend himself at any point? He probably thought these childish jokes aren't worth acknowledging. <laughs> it's true. And if we they want to talk about stupid. some cornball acting, and obviously mm. they're supposed to be overacting, the Singh brothers' fake laughing at all this shit is the worst. Yeah, like the, rolling around and, yeah. Yeah, oh, on to let each me other hold my side. And, uh, Stop them from splitting. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think it's stupid, too. I think that's two weeks in a row. Last week was really shitty as yeah. well. I think, uh, I think Ginger's starting to slip a little bit. Yep. Starting already. I feel... That, that, that. And I always feel bad as, like, the Western Canadian guy. Who is like I've never been into this whole gender thing. Like I'm super happy for him to be a local product and everything, but for you saying he's slipping and me being like I didn't like I kind of didn't like him from the start mm. in this role. I just like the idea. 
the local thing helped a little bit, but I like the idea of a guy going from being like yeah shit yeah shitly booked and losing all the time. For me, when sure. I say slipping, I think as a whole with everyone, not my opinion of him. No, yes, I yeah, feel yeah. like he was over. He yeah. got over with this gimmick a little bit. That he got heat and there was some reactions. Obviously, when he came to Canada, he was he was pretty popular, right? But I think as a whole, now he's starting to like the crowd just starting maybe to falling not off. Care and it's not as hot as it was because it's not as new anymore. I think, yeah, I think he's getting into that danger zone where he's got to do something to get back up there, or they're just going to take the title off him, and that's going to be it. And that tour has got to be less than a month away at this point. So, mm. yeah, he'll probably lose in India if they taught us anything well apparently he's not even over in india oh really yeah all right then they probably know he's big western canadian, canadian kid yeah. they're like ah oh, that's a canadian right there <laughs> and i wonder if part of them like feels almost like slightly offended if they can like if they're projecting it the way we're projecting it yes if they're like oh god they have an indian descent wrestler because they're coming here that's just we don't even like this guy that much <laughs> yeah uh, from there, we get our Sin City Street Fight for the tag team titles. Probably the best match of the week from WWE. Mm. Why are you making a face for it? I'm just, I'm, I'm We're smiling. just having a good time. I'm smiling. We're just trying to have Enjoying fun. Myself. I'm trying to be like, I, I think Warren's laughing that I actually wrote down Sin City no, Street Fight. No, 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 it had no. nothing oh, to do with that's you. That's what it was called. You yeah. should have wrote that down. Uh, yeah, you'd be surprised at this shit. Michael Cole says stuff sometimes. I write it down line for line. Yeah. Uh, before we get into this, Corey Graves on SmackDown. There's some news we missed. Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah, I... Uh, I think that was technically last week. Yeah. And we said we weren't going to go back, so... It, yeah. ruins, yeah. it ruins my whole theory of him taking over Raw GM, though, I think. Yeah, it definitely does. It shows he's the number one commentator, though, I think, in the company. Yeah, they like him, which is good. I still think it shouldn't have been him. Just It's the brand split for me. It's fucking... If you're going to split the brands, then you should have split the brands. Yeah. He should not be doing both. But Renee Young's doing both, so mm. I guess they don't care. It's going to start with the off, like, out-of-ring personnel and then slowly bleed into the wrestlers who are on both shows. I really would have liked them to at least give Renee a shot mm. at commentary just to see. Yeah, again, give it a couple weeks, like. and if it sucked, pull I it know off. she tweeted about it and said, oh, I sucked in NXT. I didn't think she was that bad. I didn't think she was bad at all, to be totally honest. I thought she had an interesting take. It was a little bit more casual, but at least you were like, she would always talk about backstage stuff where she'd be like, sure. And not like actual backstage stuff, like fake angles yeah. where she'd be like, well, I talked to Peyton Royce earlier today and she said that nobody's prettier than her or something like that. Right. <laughs> That's fucking good writing. That I know. sounds something like what she'd say. That sounds like something out of like the WWE video games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm just going to tell you the spots I wrote down. Kofi took a big back body drop on the floor. Knocked the wind out of him. During that, the Usos double-teamed Big E for a good little bit. Kofi broke a kendo stick on Jimmy Uso's back. And I think the ref was legitimately pissed off that he was still using the broken kendo stick. Because there's a point where he, like, kept hitting him with, like, the broken part. And the ref, like, jumped in and was like, no, 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 stop. What are you? Because I guess maybe it's maybe it jagged and you yeah. could, like, You're more legit... likely to break the skin or cut somebody. Yeah. I don't know. It just seemed funny. Uh, Kofi then took a chair and did a double stomp on uh, the same Uso for a two count. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, Big E then went into beast mode on the floor, hit a belly to belly, threw uh, the other Uso over the announce table, then went in the ring, hit multiple suplexes, and they got the win. There was also a table spot, but I missed it. 
Yeah, I kind of, Brandon and I kind of had the same thought, is that they had three titles on the line. We assumed one was going to flip. There's all these rumors of them wanting to give the uh, the New Day the most reigns as well as the longest reigns. So mm, okay. It makes sense that they want to. Well, they're four-time tags now. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a good idea. I mm, thought yeah. the crowd was into it. I'm never anti-New Day having the belts. Because the they often feel like the biggest tag team on the show. Yes. And all the matches between Uso and New Day have been really good. So... And it doesn't feel exactly. like they're constantly giving the title back and forth. Mm-hmm. They yep. each hold it for a decent little bit of time. Totally. Uh, from there, they cut. They show Ronda Rousey in the crowd for the Mae Young Classic. That was filmed afterwards for the finals. She got mm-hmm. a big pop. Yep. Big old pop. She's uh, she's a huge celebrity. Of course. Uh, and she was there for the Women's Championship match between Natty and Naomi. Carmella was at ringside with James Ellsworth, who has a collar and a leash on now. Yeah, that's weird. That is weird. That I is thought he was done. I that's really gone, uh, thought he was done. He's been there for over a year now. It was yeah. a year yesterday. The Strowman or the... Yeah, when he first showed up with Strowman. Hmm. That and was there was a pretty sizable break between then. And yeah, the, then he was gone for about a month and a bit. Yeah, and then he it was got November-ish, signed. I think. When then he Dean Ambrose the brought stuff. him back, and yeah. then he got signed. Yep. But he showed up a year ago on TV. Which is kind of crazy to think. God bless him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naomi ends up taking those two out uh, as they try to distract. Ni- uh, Natty took advantage of that and then put her in the ring, put a sharpshooter on, where then she kind of turned it a little extra and looked at Carmella uh, to retain the title. Right move. Yeah, definitely the right move. I didn't see the belt flipping back to Naomi. The weird thing is, though, is that Mattel has a version of the women's belt that like lights up that they're putting they in stores like next month. So ah, she'll win it back at some point, but I think that's it for now. She lost a rematch, right? You got to get somebody else new. Is that Tamina? Are we doing Tamina next? I don't know if we're doing Tamina next. I want to see what happens with her and uh, what's her name, Lana, Lana, a little mm. bit more. Yeah, they, and they haven't like squeeze in another program, developing it. I think I would really like to see Charlotte next because I know that Natty and Charlotte yeah. can do some fucking good matches. Mm-hmm. But at the same point, I think I want to wait. And maybe do that a little bit closer to Mania, if not at Mania. Sure. But again, I don't know if they want to have Natty hold the title for that long. You still have Becky. I think Becky and Natty could have some really good matches sure. as well. Maybe that's your next one. That seems like a good time yeah. filler. Charlotte hasn't been on TV for a while, obviously, with Rick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's back with them. Like, she's touring. She just isn't on TV her, so. yet. I'm sure they'll bring her back in a big way as yeah. a challenger or something for the title. For sure. Well, and as much as I, I would hope that this isn't WWE's first thought, which I'm sure it isn't because they're big Ric Flair people. Mm. Um, but, uh, they, uh, <laughs> lost my train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> um, Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Sure. Uh, as much as I don't think this is their first thought, I think that they know that Charlotte Flair is going to be, have like an insane crowd support behind her when she comes back because of all the Ric Flair stuff. Yes. So I'm sure they're ready to. Not I mean, use that, but well, they are aware that that exists. And he goes out there, cuts promo, something along the lines of, "Oh, no, I you wish do your it? father died in the womb." Oh, Just saying, I'm sure Rick wouldn't like. Rick wouldn't care. No, it's wrestling. Brother. That's like the equivalent of like KO being like, "Your family would have been better off if you died in that helicopter crash, that Shane." Pretty good. And it feel it feels worse because the Shane thing never felt like he almost died. No, it was like, <laughs> oh. Well, easily, could easily could have. But, totally. That's the thing with helicopter crashes. But he didn't crashes. even get hurt. Yeah. yeah. thing, right? He walked away like scot-free. Yes. Um, But still, nothing will ever top Nikki Bella's I Wish You Died in the Womb. No. And I think I've said this even recently, but I say that to people outside of wrestling fans, 
and I forget how bad it sounds when I like am gaming with a buddy, and he'll kill me or something. I'll go, ah, fuck, I wish you died in the womb. Yeah. And then they'll just like, oh my oh, god, my that's goodness. so. Why would you sit? And I'm like, ah, it's a rat. It's yeah. never. Real, mind. It's real dark joke, but it's funny if you know wrestling yeah. because the delivery and her doing it and all of it was just so stupid yeah, that it's become this meaningless fun thing for us to say. Yes. But if someone from outside the yeah. circle hears it, they're like, oh god, <laughs> that's not cool. Oh, shit, I'm still doing SmackDown. Sorry, I don't know why I put my notes down. <laughs> I thought we were done. Hmm. Dolph Ziggler came out, did Bailey's entrance, then did the Ultimate Warriors, which a bunch of people online didn't really like. Yeah, it's weird that he's done a couple dead guys. Because mm-hmm. he did Macho Man yeah. first week, well, last week, and then the- Warrior this week. Why didn't people like Warrior? Warrior, felt, for- Warrior felt worse, like maybe because it was so much more recent. Or something, but yeah. Warrior felt yeah. like, ooh, that's that seems weird. Whereas Macho Man, it feels like he feels even... like a lot of people have imitated Macho Man sure. since then. Yeah, Black Machismo. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Damien Sandow did it right. Yeah. Um, I don't really care about this Dolph Ziggler thing. Like, it's I kind of, I kind of do like it actually. I, I like just wanted the to different entrances, but it always ends with the same thing of ah, you this crowd's overrated. You guys just right. like entrances. I want him to eventually go somewhere with this, but I do like the premise of it. Because it seems like it's based in reality a little bit where Dolph Ziggler's biggest gripe was he was better than everyone in the ring and just couldn't get over. Yeah. Uh, Gable and Benjamin beat the Hype Bros. Really fast match. I mm. uh, didn't really take any notes on it. No. Uh, from there, we get our main segment, Vince McMahon and Kevin Owens, the confrontation. Vince's first time on Smack. First time on SmackDown Keep going. in four years. Keep going. Sometimes I see Warren react through the glass, and I just don't know what's going I'm on. I'm trying to talk to Brando without making noise. Oh. It doesn't pick it up. Uh, if <laughs> Just to put it out there now that we've thrown it off the rails, my phone is dead. Okay. Do you have a charger in there? Nope. Okay. Then I will Continue. not be talking Continue. to you. Do you want to just air this out right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Was it Destiny 2 related? No, definitely not. Vince says, if you go through with the lawsuit, uh, you will be fired, Kevin. Um he ends up reinstating Shane, making a Hell in a Cell match between KO and Shane. Uh, KO goes, all right, uh, but just promise me uh, you won't fire me for beating up a McMahon. And they shake hands on it. And then Kevin Owens delivers one hell of a headbutt. Good God. Juices I, Vince Hardway. Yeah. I, uh, I, when he said a McMahon, obviously we all picked up on that. And went, yeah. Okay. I assumed it was just going to be a punch. Right, he's not, obviously the man can't get up for the power bomb. I think that would be damn near impossible for him to jump that high. And yeah. I don't think Kev can get him up because he is still pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I was not expecting a headbutt. Period. Never mind a shoot fucking stiff ass yeah. headbutt Instant to his Shibata style headbutt. Yeah. Fuck me, and you know that's Vince. Yeah, that, Kev doesn't just do that. You don't go into business oh. for yourself and headbutt the ball. That's Vince going. And it might even have been as they were doing the handshake. Because Vince aggressively got more and more pissed off and fucking like, yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna hit me in the fucking you fucking hit me hard. You fucking lay it in, Kevin. And, and he did. He fucking drilled him right between the eyes. We watched it a lot of times yeah. because Ooh, it was slow-mo. just like, oh it fired me up. Like immediate, like Holy shit. Like it was like <laughs> fucking drilled him. 
it was like Austin levels of like, oh my god, he's beating up the boss. You know what it I mean? Did have that feel to it without it being too in your face. This without is what being we're trying over to do. your top and throwing the finger, because then he yeah. goes, he does a super kick and the frog splash afterwards. Super kick was great. And you're too. like, holy shit! Like he's hitting him with the whole arsenal. All that was missing was the cannonball in the corner to Vince's corpse. Mm. Yeah, the only thing they missed was that one punch, and that was more on Vince. But God, it looked bad when he like yes. half got up and then he punched him, and then Vince just like fell on his ass. Mm. <laughs> Ah, Vince is an awkward bumper sometimes, even the Stone Cold stuff. Even when he was at his best. Yeah, uh, Steph shows up. Which is weird. Which is weird. I don't know if I like that. Which, I don't mind her showing up here. What I don't like is her showing up at the Mae Young Classic half hour later or an hour later on the network, mm. and she's all smiles. Your dad just got, like... That's true, I guess, yeah. Because mm. I watched it like a day yeah. removed. Yeah. Right. I, I heard other podcasts, that. and Meltzer was kind of bitching about that and stuff like that. Mm. Meltzer was also bitching about this spot in general, just being like, why does the guy in charge of the company, and he's, it's more of the, uh, the, the, what are they called, shareholders. He's like, the shareholders got to be concerned. The guy running the company is willing to do this to get the angle over well, when like, they have the concussion lawsuit exactly. going on. Yes, exactly. Also, Vince, during the thing, was like, I've never lost a lawsuit. Then why is your company called WWF anymore, you fuck? That's a good point. You win most of them, though. Um, yeah. I, we, I, we, we assume. I, I loved this angle. I really liked it. Yeah. I think it fucking built up this match. It hands down was the thing that had the most buzz this week. Um, yeah, I just don't like the Steph thing. That bothered me. We haven't seen her on Raw since whenever yeah. Mania, I think it was Mania. Jesus, yeah, it's been we that haven't, long? We haven't yeah. seen her since Seth Rollins, bear, or I guess Seth Rollins didn't even really put her through the table. No, Triple H did. That Exactly. It's been that long. Yeah. And the first time we see her, and she's still, they haven't replaced her. They replaced the GM. Yeah. Because Mick is gone. They got Kurt Angle now, but she's still technically the commissioner of Raw, and yet she shows up on SmackDown for the first time. It's, and like in a baby face way, kind of. of like, I think I was okay with it just because it's a dad. family thing. I like, guess. like, like Stephanie was never like anti Vince, even through her heel right. thing. And I get that. Well, except that except for when you know they had their match that one time. Did he give well, no, her I meant, the like, thing, recently. or he, did he give Shane that award? He gave her that thing, right? Yeah, he gave yeah. Shane just showed up as a surprise. Okay, but still, I just it. Why, why, why bother? I think because you're setting up for. Triple H and Kevin. I don't. The more I think about it, the more I think that makes no sense to me. I think it, I would really like to see that match. I, I totally agree. I 100% yeah. agree. I think it would be a fucking tremendous match. Yeah. I just don't think, I don't, I don't know a way that that makes sense. I would only go back to, and not that I want them to do the exact same angle, but this is how they set up Triple H and Brock Lesnar. It was Brock Lesnar attacked Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. and Triple H came out and he said, I was just looking for a reason to come back. I was just waiting for someone to give me a reason. Right. And then you did it. Yeah. You hurt my family. It's just you also have to work around the whole, I mean, they were never fully aligned, but and and he didn't he didn't make Kevin win the title. He just wanted to make sure that Rollins lost the title. Right. And that is far enough away now that you can it's a face turn, right? He's just like yes. after everything I've given you, you headbutt my father-in-law, mm. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. But at the same time, I mean, yeah, Shane is kind of doing that, defending his father in a way. And he's going to do that now. Yeah. And oh, I think definitely. Triple H will do, like, I think this Owen versus McMahon thing 
can last, if not till Mania, mm-hmm. then until Triple H is... Cause, and I also look at it from the Triple H point of view, about Hunter backstage, looking at his list of like, who am I going to do for Mania this year? Who haven't I done? Kevin Owens is a Triple H guy. Right. And I bet you Triple H would love to have a match with Kevin Owens. Yeah, to get him over on that bit. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, studs and duds. Uh, my stud will be Kevin and the Headbutt. Vince for taking it. That my favorite band. Um, and my dad will be James Ellsworth in a collar and leash. Sure. That's it. Yeah. My dad is probably the women's title match. It just didn't like, at least in the seven minutes where Ty and AJ were going, I'll give them a stud as well. Cause I thought their match was good. It just could have used a couple more minutes where the girls, I was like, yeah, that's why they got that amount of time. Nothing really big happened in it. I mean, there was one kind of cool springboard spot from Naomi I hadn't seen before. But aside from that, nothing really. Right. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, my stud will also be the uh, main event segment. Mm. My dud will be, over the past two weeks, the usage or lack thereof of Shelton Benjamin. Sure. Why we've you've could done, have been a bigger deal his return. Waited mm-hmm. a whole year. We got so fucking excited last year, and then they had to pull the shoot because he's hurt. Fine, mm-hmm. we'll wait. That makes it even better. And then they just fucking piss it away. It makes you wonder if they have any plans for him. Really, I don't no. think they do. Yeah. which fucking sucks. Like if they're just like, we need another warm body. Shelton Benjamin's got a good track record. Let's do it. Yeah, so. they don't feel the hype for him that we feel. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, the finals of the May Young Classic. Aired first, so we could talk about that really quickly. Uh, Kari Sane and Shayna Baszler were your finalists. Uh, I did not watch the first round of this, but I did watch from the second round on. Um, I was trying to tell Brando about uh, the Kari Zane dive to the outside spot where she fucking smacked her head on the thing. Oh, yeah. And you could see, like, the diamond pattern of the ramp, like, embedded <laughs> into her forehead. That made me laugh, but uh, she she wins this, mm. which I thought kind of surprised me. I thought for sure they were going to go with uh, Baszler. Baszler. Especially just... with the idea of a horsewoman versus horsewoman thing. Yes. Because you know, Ronda Rousey is obviously the biggest draw of all of them, mm. has shown up already at WrestleMania and has been in the crowd during these matches. Mm-hmm. Roderick Strong's wife is one of those ladies. She's shown up just as an on-screen character kind of in the Roderick Strong, Bobby Roode thing. We know who she is. I have no idea who the third girl is, but this would have been an easy way to super duper establish Shayna Baszler. Yeah. I think you at least super establish her, though, by having yeah. her get to the final. Maybe not I super agree. duper. Yeah. And she beat all indie darlings to get mm-hmm. in. She beat Candice LeRae. She beat Maya Yim. She's got a really good look. She's not, she, I don't think she's there yet. She looks in like ring-wise. Evil Bailey. Yeah, kind of. She, uh, I think the WWE really likes having baby faces win these tournaments. Too. I agree. Like having the happy sense. ending after the whole big tug mm-hmm. of war. Also, shout out to Jason Kiesler for, uh, in the Cruiserweight Classic, they would be like, so many guys were like, I was homeless or I was living in my car while I was getting into wrestling. Mm. The girl version of it was, yeah, my family just didn't want me to wrestle. They were really against it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Uh, I really liked, she did, uh, Kari Zane did that one spot where she, like, went stomach first into the ropes and, like, pushed her legs up into mm. the Hurricane Rana spot. Yeah. That was really cool. I like that. And I do really like the way she hits that elbow. She kind of twists in midair. Yeah, her body flat out flails. Yeah, it's really cool. I think I think there's something you can do 
There's a lot you can do with her, which is cool. I was, I think, more surprised that they didn't, before this match start, Trips didn't come out and say, surprise, winner gets this title for the NXT Women's Championship. Sure. But they didn't do that, which is fine. Um. Okay, cool. So Kyrie Sane gets a shot at the vacant title or whatever at NXT TakeOver Houston. Oh, she does? Then. Yeah, that's oh. been announced now. All right. Good. That settles that then. Against a winner of some sort of a tournament, I guess. Yeah, I figured they'll probably some do something. number one contenders match. Regal or did say that he was going to disclose that information next mm-hmm. week, so I guess we'll find out. Ember Moon versus Kyrie Singh could be really good. Yeah, yeah. Or or Oscar. She comes she shows back. up and is like, Nah, Jim, mine. I want that title back <laughs> and wins it again. Oscar was in the crowd at the May Young Classic. She was. So was Summer Ray. Summer Ray lives. Like that was <laughs> why. And again, I've always been a big fan of Summer Rae, but it's just she hasn't wrestled in like I swear to God two years at this point. Mm-hmm. So what? Why? The only thing uh, like funnier would have been like, oh, and in the crowd, former diva or like woman superstar Eva Marie. Yeah, yeah, that would have been weird. Uh, Rich Swan right. and uh, TJP, TJP, TJP oh. uh, had a match in which Rich Swan won. How does that make you feel? Uh, uh, we're Rich Swan? Yeah. Good. I wanted him to win this feud. Yeah. I like Rich Swan more than I like TJ Perkins. Mm. Uh, Brizango find Drew Gulak in serious fashion violation. That's what you were talking about, I guess. Yeah. I didn't segment. see this. So I'll have to go back and check this out. Uh, Cedric Alexander and Brian Kendrick ended via disqualification in which Cedric Alexander won. So there you go. There's your, uh, your 205 live in five seconds live. NXT this week. Uh, let's open this up here. Ruby Riot was set to take on Billy Kay and Peyton Royce in a handicap match in which uh, Nikki Cross just randomly showed up and joined her. It was a tag match, but... Ruby couldn't find a partner. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, because uh, Ruby had requested to William Regal a handicap match. Mm. He's like, I can't give you that in good conscience. I can give you a tag match, and if you find a partner, great. If you don't, that sucks kind mm. of thing. And then, like, two-thirds of the match, all of a sudden, like, she jumps to the barricade, and she just stood there for a really long time. Then when she was, like, backed up in the corner, she just, like, made the blind tag, came in, and did the did the work. That's what I said to Brando, too. I'm like, what is it with people from Sanity that just randomly tag in in matches? Seems to be their new gimmick moving forward. Yeah. Um, Ruby Riot and Nikki Cross won. Uh, Ruby Riot was selling the whole, I'm very confused at what just happened thing, which is cool. Uh, Johnny Gargano defeated Riddick Moss. Brando has permanently ruined Riddick Moss because he started all throughout this match going, Riddick, dick, dick, do. <laughs> and now I can't hear Riddick just, and not think of that. Just doesn't Andy to you? Yeah. Um, I kind of thought it was interesting that they were using uh, Riddick Moss and uh, Tito or Tino Sabatelli. They're starting to get a little bit of love. From yeah, them. they're starting to get time. Old, old Sabatelli is like the only guy from Breaking Ground that hasn't made it. Yeah. Yeah. Not really done anything yet, so. Kind of cool. Kind of cool to see him get there. Uh, Johnny Gargano wins that, in case I didn't say that. Uh, Brandon and I finally got to see, for the first time ever, the Street Profits against the Ely Bros. 
Uh, I like the Street Profits. Me too. I like Me too. They're pretty hype. The smaller guy, a lot more, I think. Montez Ford. Because he just he's got the crazy dance moves. He is a better dancer. Fucking Vert is ridiculous. Yeah. The guy can jump 15 feet in the air. Uh, he got great. a pretty dope theme. Yeah. I like that everyone holds up their phones because they can't bring in a red solo cup, so they just show pictures of a red <laughs> solo cup on their phone. I like that a lot. Fans seem to love them a lot. Mm-hmm. They're over, so it's good. And fucking, he's still stirring the invisible bowl. Which yep. is good, and people seem to like that. There's Dawkins, all, that bowl's getting over finally. It only took of, five years. All of the white dudes in their oh, mid, I love mixing it up. just yep. fucking mixing it up. It's in like there. us with the Titus O'Neil dance. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Uh, Street Profits picked up the win there. I like the Ely Brothers too. That's some some big fellas. They're mm-hmm. starting to like, like obviously they're... they were really green when we first saw them and stuff like that against like Authors of Pain. Mm. But they're starting to come into their own. I like their music. They did a twin magic spot. They did. Yes. Which prompted me to say to Brando, I hope that some point in time, uh WWE signs twins. Um, and it kind of goes unnoticed, and they debut the twins as one person. Oh, okay. So then you can, it just opens you up for a lot of like paranormal dude standing over here. Lights go down, that dude runs away, and now all of a sudden he's on the other end of the ring in two seconds, right? It just, it would be such a cool thing for, for you not knowing that they're twins, right? That would be the thing. You'd it have would, to not know that they're yeah. twins. Right. And it would only work once. Yes. You'd get that one big pop, and then everyone's <laughs> like, oh, these guys are twins. Because you can't <laughs> actually do that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, United Kingdom champion Pete Dunn defeated my boy Wolfgang in the main event uh, for the United Kingdom championship in a pretty good match. I fell asleep. Pete Dunn, very over. Still very, very over with the crowd. Wolfgang not doing too bad for himself either, which is good. He looked like he lost some weight. Looked pretty uh, pretty slim. Yeah, it looks like he's been trimming down since that UK tournament. Which is good. Uh, And then you had uh, the boys who don't have a name yet. I wish they would give them some sort of a stable name or something. But yeah. There was anyways. that one thing that said Future Shock on a graphic, but they haven't been saying it, so I don't think that's what they're called. It's Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish came out, beat the shit out of, uh, well, started to beat the shit out of Pete Dunn, who then got saved by, by Wolfgang, Wolfgang and then slid out and then was going to slide back in to help and then just grabbed his title and left. What a piece of shit done is. Just like, ah, nah. It was great. I really liked that whole. It's a good way to keep him healed. I'm going to go help and then half slide in just to grab his title. And then mm-hmm. it was fucking brilliant. I thought that was great. Um, and then uh, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven came out to uh, chase off the dicks. I think <laughs> that, like, that would actually be not a bad six-man tag program. Yeah. it. it I find it just super interesting that they don't really have a direction specific direction for cole o'reilly and fish they're just causing trouble they're just literally beating the shit out of everyone at this no. point which is kind of cool they're just the outsiders yeah. for lack of a better term right they're beating people up outside the venue yeah william regal's pissed off about it like spray painting people it's good no that's a different factor all right um okay that's that's nxt so now once we load it up here me second we will read some emails. Let's go back to last week. Since we have a lot of emails. Is, uh, is pertinent for this week. Nova Punk, what up, Satpod? Let's play the pick one game again. Okay. Ric Flair or Sting? Ric, Ric Flair. Flair. Johnny Mundo or The Miz? Johnny Mundo. Morrison. Mm, I like Johnny Mundo a lot, too. I just have so much more exposure with The Miz. I'm going to say Johnny Mundo. Morrison, though. 
I feel like all the real cool stuff Morrison did post like that. Like, obviously, he was a cool big deal doing some cool spots in WWE. Yeah. But since he left, he really blew up and, like, fucking love that slow mo title raise thing he would mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. I'd probably pick the Miz, though. Uh, Jinder or Shinsuke? Shinsuke. Shinsuke. Unfortunately. Uh, Naya or Alexa? Alexa. Alexa. Naya. Really? Yeah, I like Naya Jax a lot. Wow. That surprised me. Uh, Lita or Trish? Lita. Trish. Trish. Booker T commentary or the King commentary? The King. Oh. What era? I'm going to I'm gonna say, yeah, right now, if I were to pick one moving forward, I'll say Booker T. He's looking jacked, brother. Or whatever. It's, uh, the only I can't do the... It's going to be good. Fucking drives me nuts. Good, I don't mind good. the good thing. Good thing is good. I, I'm, I'm down with the good. You know what? I'm going to pick the King based off attitude, Eric King. All right. Okay, yeah, that would be me also. If I could go back and take, like, an old king, mm. then... I bet she means modern time, though. Uh, Rusev or Jinder? Rusev or Jinder, no. Rusev. Rusev. Yeah, Poor Jinder. He's not getting picked on any of these. Hall or Nash? Hall. Yeah, I'd probably pick Scott Hall, too. I would, too. Three years ago, coming I from the said... Coming from a man who's called the Diesel. Oh, it's not from him! I know, but it's still the same name. times! Look at this. Fuck, I hate people that do that. Kevin Sorry. Nash rip okay. off. Um, what was the next one here? I skipped one because I want to save that one for last because it's the toughest. Uh, Neville or Mysterio? Ooh. Ooh, uh, Mysterio. I'm going to go with Neville. Yeah, I'd go Mysterio too. Uh, CM Punk or Daniel Bryan? Punk. Shit, that's hard, Punk. Yeah. That's a real tough one, though. Daniel Bryan. And finally, Stone Cold or Bret Hart? Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Yeah. I would lean that way. Three Canadians didn't pick Bret Hart. It's pretty tough, though. All right. That's good. Keep those coming. I like that. That's a fun game, Nova Punk. Quick. Uh, New email from Jack Jobber. Subject line, first time, long time. Nice. Love when people do that. Hello, Satbot hosts. First time emailer, long time listener, and I've been listening to you guys since Satpod 110 mm. after a recommendation from the New Blood Rising podcast. God bless those men. Uh, so some questions for you guys. Do you think Enzo still has backstage heat on him for his behavior? Him going to 205 Live does feel like a demotion, and his promos seem to be less over with the live crowds. It's tough to say. Like, Part of you wants to say that if he did still have the heat, they wouldn't use the heat in the promos. Right. But That's true. It's also tough for me to like picture like locker rooms getting over stuff like that quickly. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're just around the people. You know, all you make the time. like you know when you make like a bad first impression and you're just like, that person's never gonna like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, it that we're just just not gonna it's just not gonna work with us. I remember there was like a story of like Davari or whatever on like an overseas tour. He had a bunch of heat and people didn't like him. So he bought like everybody a round like of drinks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, a bunch of people, like, JBL just, like, dumped it on the floor, like, his shot of Jack or whatever. And you're like, shit, like, you're totally right. People take forever in wrestling to get over this stuff. Kind of have to just earn your way back via working. Yeah, like, like The Miz did it. You bump, you you cut promos, you try and get better, and people respect you over time. I think that's the only way. Mm -hmm. Um, After Jason Jordan's match this week on Raw with John Cena, does it feel like JJ has more stock than he did last week? I thought the match was a great opener to Raw. Yeah, I and and then including the Roman Reigns one, 
these two losses have done more for him than anything since he came into the WWE, probably. Mm. Including being announced as Kurt Angle's son. Yes, that whole thing. Mm. What are you guys' thoughts on Sasha Banks saying she was unhappy with how she had been booked over the past year on Sam Roberts' podcast? Oh, I missed that. I didn't know that either. I uh, could understand her frustration. Considering... You think? <laughs> yeah, considering how... Uh, like I just How strongly she was booked at the beginning. What's the end game to this whole? Can't hold the she title. She can't defend the title. Yeah. What, 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 what? How does she benefit from this? I don't know. You think Even that the end game? When she finally does, cool. You did yeah. it once. What about those other six times that you've already lost it? Like, I don't know. It just yeah. I don't know what what what. There's there's no possible book booking that you could do. No angle that you could do. To make me go, oh, that's why you did yeah. that. That now it all makes sense. It just it's a thing that they've done for whatever fucking reason. Uh finally, Brando, how does it feel to be the longest reigning Satpod Picks champion? Uh, it feels really good. I won that thing uh legitimately. I defended it legitimately <laughs> and haven't been benefiting at all from the fact that there hasn't been a pay-per-view in a fucking <laughs> it's, year yeah, and a half. <laughs> uh thanks for your time and all the laughs. A dedicated wrestling. Well, thank you, the Jack Jobber. I really hesitate to say this because I don't want to think people think I don't appreciate that title, but I totally forgot I was the champion because of all this oh. time off. It's, <laughs> it's been a while since you've had to make picks. One yeah. more week, and then That's we'll right. make, make some picks. Put that thing back on the line. See if we can't unify them, some bitches. We? Me. No. That's <laughs> what I meant. We being me and myself. Uh, Ty Loney, subject line... Do you need emails? I assume that's a Yeah, that's totally a Jay and Dan thing. Good. Because gotcha. he said sat bods. Hope you all have or sorry, hope all you dudes had a great long weekend. This is obviously a week old. Uh did the diesel tank get a refill? Did the silver standards sustain his secondary success? Did HBK the half baked kid? <laughs> oh my uh, god, that's not bad. <laughs> that's fucking pretty good, actually. Uh, did the half-baked kid enjoy redneck retail hell? As usual, going to rattle off a few quish, uh, quick ones for you guys, and here we go. That is still where you're working, right? You haven't quit that job yet? No, I'm still there. Okay, good. Got a mile no-sells guns. Any more ammo? You still moving ammo? Just moving random stuff yeah, all the time. Plugging away. You got some hollow points for me in those pockets? The fuck you to What? It's a kind of bullet. Oh, fuck. I don't know, man. I'm I'm not trying to get... I should go work at Cabela's. I'm not trying to get immersed in the culture, man. I just want to fucking stock shit and not have people ask me questions. Fair. Uh, Where do you see Ambrose and Rollins' angle ending? I don't think we are heading to a Shield reunion with Roman. I think this ends with Ambrose turning on Rollins, not in the ambiguously sexual way in the internet fantasizes. Ooh. Thing? Ooh. Um, I, I agree. agree. Yeah, yeah. Totally <laughs> yeah that's, that's definitely where I think it's going to go. Yeah, finally, we get to see some heel Ambrose, and boy, am I excited to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, gun to your head. You got to add a fourth member to Titus Worldwide and the Entourage. Who do you go with? What are we at right now? Titus? Titus, Tazawa, and Apollo Crews. You need a, a lady. You need Dana a lady. Sure. Yep. I like it. Better than what I was going to come up with. Sasha Banks. Sure. Yeah, that would work. Be a very legitimate, like perhaps one of the only legitimate members of that faction, if that's what you want to call it. Uh, are they trying to make Enzo the modern era Eddie Guerrero? And by that, I mean getting a pot for heel antics and certainly not in-ring work. Not to put the guy over, but Colton Kelly has a better chance of getting a six-star match from Meltzer. 
Yeah, I uh I don't know. That's been like Enzo's whole character is that he does despicable things, but people still love him because like he tried to sleep with Rusev's wife. He's a New Yorker. He he cheats a little bit here and there. Yeah. That's all you care about. Cup of haters. Cup of haters. Uh also Eddie Guerrero was a goddamn legend in the ring. Yes. So he, he had that going for him too. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that's uh that's what they're going for there. But uh I uh he says I'm I am one of the few who likes that Sasha can't defend her title. Oh, there you go. I think this is going to build something long-term for her character. I would like you, Ty, to write in next week and explain to me what you think uh, is going I'm genuinely curious. Like, if you think that it is going to build something long-term, what is that something? Because mm-hmm. I'm not seeing it right now, the way that I'm looking at it. Spe- <laughs> Speaking of Petey Williams, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Speaking of Petey Williams, that's what he says, for the record. We talked about him for our pick our... Uh, Bret Hart right. Invitational or okay. whatever. Uh, I used to argue with people on forums and boards back in 2007 that the only person that could beat the great colleague was Petey Williams if he hit that Canadian destroyer out of nowhere. <laughs> Ty's the biggest troll that ever lived sometimes. <laughs> uh, I saw a thing today where uh, it was like a meme and the caption just said, my boy over there think you cute. And it was great colleague in a pool under like, like a not outdoor, but like a waterfall. It was okay. like an indoor yep. waterfall. Yeah. And just sitting there with the water running over his head, straight face, looking ugly <laughs> as shit. And it just fucked, fuck did it make me laugh? Just this big fucking dumb looking motherfucker. Uh, which WWE themes would you pair up with a PWA talent? This might not be a question for me. Um,. I would give Alistair Black's music to Gabriel. Oh, that'd be really good. Be better than the crap he comes out to now. I actually don't mind that song. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, just doesn't just doesn't do it for me. It's so long yeah, and you like sold me. It is. You're right. It could be a little shorter. You're right. I hung out with that dude actually. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's a really nice dude. Yep. That's why it was like funny being like, I think he's a good wrestler, but I'm just like. I hate your character. I hate your gimmick so much. Did you purposely call him the wrong name, though? No, I knew what That's his name was. Scotty Staple. No, I called him the right yeah, name. Well, you know what Ennis, the, the yeah. Ennis's name is, but you call him Enos. Yeah, but, like, I don't purpose. know. Yeah, but that was because I fucked it up originally by accident, and then it's just something that stuck. <laughs> I know his name is whatever. Enos rhymes with Enos. Who do you think will be the next... Uh, the next NXT superstar to come up to the main roster with immediate impact outside of Oscar. Hmm. Question, actually. Well, Bobby uh, Roode's not doing shit. We haven't seen him in two weeks. Yeah, so, I would say Alistair Black. Alistair Black or Drew Galloway, I could see having success on the main roster. Alistair Black is going to have success, I think. I'm just not sure if he would be the next one just because he just got to NXT. Mm. I don't know if... <laughs> I don't know if uh, Drew McIntyre is going to have a lot of success on the main roster. It just says impact. It doesn't say anything about success. Oh. I. So does that just mean show up? I guess. Immediate impact. <laughs> I guess, I, like... like... I, hypothetically, Cassius Ono would have an impact, like, the, that day one, the internet would be like... Holy shit! Right, but then it true. would die off right after that. I probably. don't think he's ever gonna get up. No, I'm surprised he's still in NXT. Actually, I don't think. Yeah, 
He's just an extra body there, it feels right. like. Yeah, like they have done nothing with him in NXT. Uh, program with Kenta. Yeah. Or Hideo, sorry. But even that, Kenta, it was so low on their radar. Like, he was kind of on the chopping block at the same time. Yeah, it was in the so. middle. It was, like, right in the middle of, like, all the programs kind of thing. Yeah. And then it was like, you know what? They could release both these guys and, like, NXT wouldn't really suffer. Mm. Uh, who do we think will be the... I oh, know we asked that question already. I uh, hope you guys have a good show tonight. Any of you going to UFC this weekend? <clears throat> uh, so I'd like to buy you guys a drink. I'll be getting greased all weekend. No. Big we didn't go. No, next. we didn't go. No, I'm not. Uh, no, not. I don't mind the UFCs, but I don't. Uh, not I wouldn't. To. I don't mind watching it. I don't think I'd want to watch it live. I I watch like three cards a year. And only if Brock's on it. Brock does it for me. Yeah, like Brock who are the guys who what, like they're the the deciding thing where you're like, oh, I'll fucking buy that pay per view. Jones was for a while, but even yeah. that the, it wasn't the Jordan Jones Cormier feud. I was genuinely into. Rousey used to do yeah. It Rousey for was me. cool. Uh, that's McGregor kind of used to move the number. Yeah, for me McGregor a bit. actually would do yeah. his next fight. Will be I'll probably be in on that, yeah. Yeah. especially if it's against the Diaz. Uh, we have a uh, breaking message from the commissioner of the Talking Reckless podcast via email. So oh, let's fuck see I don't what this know who is, that all is. About. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Matt Eads, commissioner of Talking Reckless, here to officially congratulate our premier undisputed champion, Warren the Diesel Barris. It's the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. What you see is what you get, and what you don't is better yet. I'm the women's peck, I'm the men's regret, and if you went against Warren Barris, you made a bad bet. His display at the Reckless Rumble was nothing short of spectacular. Well, there we go. Oh, Listen up, before it was revealed that I was going to be in this rumble tonight, I was referred to as the bye. And now, you can all say bye-bye to your title. Coming to Sad Pod, baby! Coming to the Sad Pod! However, the other competitors have informed me that the decision was maybe controversial. Oliver was too drunk. It was like, Brando, play for me, and you it's played true. that game. That's, I did the same and thing he was I doing, which was you, just run off the I edge. think you handed, like, to just basically handed Warren. Oliver had one life when he handed me that. When I put my hand up in the air, I literally was still trying to figure out who, who won. won. Yeah. <laughs> the entire talking reckless locker room wants a shot at that title, and to that end, I'm scheduling a number one contenders match. September the 23rd, twitch.tv slash Talking Reckless Podcast. Any and all competitors will have the opportunity to compete in a Smash Brothers 64 match, and the winner will get to face Warren the Diesel Barris one-on-one for the Undisputed Championship. All right, there you go. That uh, that handles that. I guess there's going to be a uh, number one contender match for my title, again, in the Smash Brothers. So, Ooh. cool. Better train up, Warren. I don't need to train up for shit. I'm not in that match. Oh, yeah, I guess not. You You need to train up, if anything. I don't need to train up for shit. I'm not in the country. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, then you're in the Murica's? Yeah. I'm trying to win the United States Talking Reckless Podcast. There you go. Now you're talking. Uh, All right. Rod Long writes an email. Subject line, Ms. Zoe. Hi, Spanish announce table, folks. I like the battle on Monday of the Ms. versus Enzo Amore. This was way better than any Roman Reigns John Cena hype piece. Are you thinking WWE is testing the waters with this Miz Enzo segment to see if the viewers at home like it? I liked it a lot. 
I think this is the writers planting the seed for Miz versus Enzo program when Zoe takes home the 205 belt. Goodness gracious. Um, like you're thinking that Miz is going to try and win the 205 live belt? Is that what that means? Yeah, I don't see that happening. Miz is 205 pounds. Yeah, it's nope. Can't do that. Um, Even Tyler Breeze is 10 pounds too heavy to be on that show. The water. I don't really know what you're asking here. Testing the waters. Like maybe it's to see, segment. maybe to see if you can do cruiserweights versus oh, main roster yeah. stuff. Yeah, you're probably right. That probably is what that means. I mean, yeah, I don't. We've been hate saying the for idea. a while that it would be better to integrate them than to. Because then at least there's out. one one side I'll care about somewhere, the main roster side, right? You can always have that 205 division, but why like handcuff yourself on potential feuds? Because here's mixes? the thing: as a guy who does not watch 205 live. If I see a cruiserweight match, I know I can fast forward through that whole thing and not miss anything. Right. Because it it's isolated. Doesn't mean anything. Whereas yeah. if you put somebody from Raw on it, then I am therefore kind of handcuffed to having to watch it yeah. in case something also happens storyline wise with the main roster guy. Which as much as we don't want to have to watch stuff, WWE wants us to have to watch right. stuff. So it would make a lot of sense on that side. Uh he says, I watched the May Young Classic and am in love with Piper Nivens. Nice. She has all of the tools to make a great women's wrestler, and she's beautiful. Thanks for your time, Rod Long. I love the name Piper. Always have. Which one's that? Piper. Name Piper Niven. She's the one who's Viper, the bigger Scottish girl. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna name my kid Piper. Piper Lynch. Yeah. That's pretty good, actually. I don't mind that at all. It's a very like uh, Scottish Irish name. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both sides there. All right. Um. Ron writes an email. Hey, guys, it's been a little... Uh, subject line, I'm back. Hey, guys, it's been a little bit since I emailed in. I kind of fell off pro wrestling for a while. My question for you pertains to that. Since WrestleMania, out of all the pay-per-views that I've missed, which ones would you suge- suggest I go back and watch? Oh, God, it's so hard to, like... <laughs> like they all don't bleed watch, together. Don't watch Battleground. That sucked. Okay, well, let's let's do this properly. If we're going to do this... Let's do this properly. 2017. All right. WrestleMania. First one. Payback. Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns. That was good. That was okay. I was over at your house for that one. I yeah. Think. That one was okay. That was a good match. Anyway, I don't remember the rest of that match. but uh, Backlash. Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal. Probably could pass it. I don't remember much. I don't remember. Like I'm not going to remember the undercards for hardly any of these. That was Shinsuke's first match against uh, Ziggler. That was very good. Owens and uh, AJ Styles first match. Those were that was all right. Luke Harper beat Eric Rowan. Remember those guys? No. Who? Uh, That was when uh, Jinder won his championship. That was kind of a cool moment. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, I don't have anything nice to say. (laughs) Extreme Rules: Roman Reigns, Rollins, Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt, Samoa Joe. That was a good match. Yeah, Yeah, that was pretty cool. I would say check out that one. Money in the Bank, you could probably skip. Yeah, Money in the Bank was no good this year. Great Balls of Fire was... Yeah, Great Balls of Fire is all right. Great Balls of Fire was surprisingly good. Go watch that one. Yeah, if you're going to watch only one, that's probably the one I'd tell you to do, too. Yeah, because that... uh, I mean, SummerSlam. SummerSlam is SummerSlam. Yeah, you know you're getting out of that. It was pretty good. It was very long. I wouldn't watch the whole thing. No. I'd watch, you know, the main events, but... Yeah. There we go. Answered that question. Um, question two, who do you think as of right now is doing the best promos week after week? In my opinion, it's John Cena. 
just because mm-hmm. he can roll with anything and is presented with and stay on topic. Yeah, I'll agree right now it's John Cena. John Cena and The Miz for me. There's somebody who's been impressing the hell out of me, but I, it's not coming to me. I agree. I think it is Cena right now. Mm. Uh, but there was somebody that I went, oh, wow. That was pretty good. But I don't remember who it was. I think it was somebody on Raw. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of who you might be thinking of. Strowman? No. Yeah. Anyway, hmm. KO's been doing good on the mic, too. Yeah, he's pretty consistent mm-hmm. as well. But anyways, all right. Brock Lesnar said something this year. He did. Actually, he's been saying a lot. He's been working a lot. Coming out of his shell, one might even say. Man's not a part-timer right now, Scotty. Every week, baby. Man's here. Was he there this week? Yep. Nope. Oh, wait, he was to deal with Strowman. Mm-hmm. That's almost like we talked about a it month straight, an hour ago. I think. Yeah. A month straight he's been back. Well, if you count SummerSlam, almost more than a month. Look at that. Uh, Gizmo. Hello, Sat Squad. Glad you guys are back. I'm betting it was Scotty that caused you guys. No, actually, it wasn't Scotty that caused us to miss last show. Scotty uh, got offered to work, and I told him to take it. And then uh, me and Brando couldn't make it work. And I could have come in and done it by myself, or I could have played Destiny. I went with the latter. That's right. That's not, not going to bullshit you. No. Nope. So suck it, Gizmo. Uh, anyways, I have a few questions for you guys. One, did you guys think that the reason Banks had not had a successful title defense is because of the rumors going around that she's not very friendly to fans outside oh, of yeah. WWE events? That was also in the Sam Roberts podcast where she was like, I don't sign autographs at airports, hotels, blah, blah, blah. I only sign them at autograph sessions that I'm at. And then just like went on about how everybody and their kid is a stalker. I mean, okay, well, that's not necessarily true, but the autograph thing makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like, why uh, would you give it away if you're not getting paid to give it away? How many times? Well, then, did you see all the other wrestlers' responses to her? No. Like, uh, Bubba Ray was like, "Don't be worried about the people waiting for you at 7 a.m. at an airport. Be worried when those people aren't there. Be grateful you have fans." That's a good point. I mean, yeah, it, like I'll, take the pictures. See, like, and here's the thing: the Miz has told stories about how he used to try to get autographs and pictures with Cleveland Indians when he was growing up, and they would just ignore him. And he's like, after that, I would never want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. And The Miz is super the grateful. Way, man. He doesn't care if it's 3 a.m. I mean, I'm not signing autographs ever in my entire life, but I remember one time, I, at, as a matter of fact, at the Arrowhead Pond, um, I, my parents and I were there, and we were driving there early, and Sergey Fedorov was in the back parking lot. Erg. And I fucking screamed to my dad, that's fucking Sergey Fedorov over there. The old man slams on the brakes. I get running out with like a shitty piece of loose leaf paper and a pen. You sign this? And he goes, yeah, I'll sign it. Let me go grab. The, I got to go grab something. You got to come right back out. Comes right back out with his, I assume, publicist or somebody who shoes me away and says, get out of here, kid. You're not allowed back here. No autographs. And I was oh. fucking devastated. Devastated. Oh. Devastated. So did like Sergey just say, I'm not going to say no to this kid, but I know who can? Uh, no, I think he like he seemed legitimately into it. Yeah, like he was smiley and everything, like totally all good. I'm sure he, he went inside and they're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm just doing this," and then I'm signing an autograph for a kid, and they're yeah. like, "Wait a minute, There's no, you're not, buddy." No kids out there. Um, I often wonder because I like to say the same thing. I was like, "Yeah, if I was a celebrity, I think I'd just sign everything, take the pictures and everything." Mm. But I just wonder if that changes so quick if you're a celebrity. Where it's just like, I can't. I can't. Sure. I can't do every picture. I can't do every autograph. It's Brad, just too much time out of my day. Brad is the guy who's like beating up TMZ. 
They're like, Brando, how was your morning? And he's just like, fucking get out of here. Go well, didn't Sasha Banks' husband get in a fight with somebody recently? Yeah. Over a similar issue? Yeah. Whatever, Kamikaze? Whatever mm-hmm. his name is? Not Kamikaze. Something like that. He's a, the seamstress or whatever, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, I don't like taking pictures necessarily. Brando knows this. Mm-hmm. But I'll do it. Yep. I'm never going to say no. And I'm never going to like sit there all fucking stone-faced looking pissed at the camera. Right. I'll do it. I just don't. I think it's weird because mm-hmm. I'm like, now imagine, who the fuck am I? I'm nobody. Now imagine if it was like how many of those a day. Right, exactly. Right? Where it's like for you, it's like a couple bit. on a weekend maybe yeah. here and there. And then I get it. Like, I'm yeah. sure it gets tiring in 3 a.m. at an airport. You're cranky or whatever. You're just trying to go to your next place. But like, I don't know. Those are like, I'm, I don't want to be like, they're paying your salary, but they kind of are. Well, and you, you got to know what you're signing up for, right? That's just part of the job, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That's never, ever going to change. So you don't like it. There's the door. Yeah. You can but, make it stop. But that's the thing is I bet you there are some people who are like, no, part of the job is going to do my autograph sure. obligations. And that's why I don't, yeah. And I will just like stonewall the other people and probably keep my job. But it's an interesting point. Maybe if she is uh, being a giant bee out there, maybe it is affecting her mm-hmm. booking and everything. Um, Rock Lesnar's booking has not been hurt by him being a legitimate asshole to people. <laughs> Uh, seems like yeah, this is back to Gizmo. Seems like even Rusev tweeted about somebody who loved Eddie Guerrero being loving to fans. Okay, so that's tying in with the Sasha thing. Two, do you got? Do you figure? Did you figure out what show was the best? Ah, fuck! I forgot to look at that again. Mm. Best show since the brand split. All right. Um, next week. Next week. I, well, I'll ask you this next question and see how long it takes you guys to answer it. And while you do that, I'll look at it. Uh, question three, what do you guys think about the Miz's IC title reign? He is coming up on being one of the longest combined reigning IC champs. As a matter of fact, he tweeted out today that he has uh, now passed the Honky Tonk Man for third all-time days. Combined days? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he deserves it. I think he is like he has been so solid in that spot, and part of it is a positive because he's consistent, doesn't get hurt, he's there day after day, uh, has good enough matches. Uh, and then part of it is also like not big enough to get out of that role. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's not been able to leave the IC title behind and make a living on the main roster or on the like the main event card. Scene. Yeah, but yeah, but he can be the king of the the mid card. Yeah, but yeah, I think the he's had a very good IC title reign. The feud with Dean Ambrose went on a little too long, mm-hmm. but it's the perfect thing for him to behold. Like, yeah, makes that feel important. I agree. The IC title feud always feels important because the miss is there. Uh, Four, if you guys, uh, if you guys to hit a Stone Cold Stunner on anyone, who would be the first one you'd do it to? Scotty. Brando would be mine. Yeah. Is that just because you're in the same room with each other and that's the only person you can hit it on right now? (laughs) Yeah, it's a lifelong feud. It burns deep. Mm -hmm. Um, Burns deep. I could hit one stunner on one person. Okay, is this going to hurt a guy or is it going to... Be a fun story to tell. I mean, I don't. He's gonna yeah. be like, "Oh, this guy sold the stunner for me." <laughs> what is the intent? Gonna... Is it to put on a cool show or to fucking? Because I am, I am outwardly spoken as being like the stunner seems like one of the least painful actual right. wrestling moves. If, if, if it's a real thing, you're trying to hurt somebody, wouldn't do anything. I would love to stone cold, stone cold Steve Austin or stun stone yeah, cold Steve Austin. Sure, that's a good pick. Um, yeah, that's a good. Stunning point. Donald Trump would be pretty fun, probably. Real nice, yeah. Nancy Grace. I'm trying to think of people yeah. I hate. I'm not a big Nancy Grace fan, eh? Nope, not a big Nancy nah, Grace fan. Nah, she's a cunt. 
Uh, four, if you guys... No, that's the one we just asked. Uh, last question is for Warren. Being that you are a local celeb, quote-unquote, does that mean you get a lot of attention from the ladies? Thanks, guys. I always enjoy the show. Gizmo. Uh, no. No, absolutely not. I'm an introvert a little bit, though. I don't I don't get out and about. I don't no. go to the to the nightclubs and such. That's right. Um, that being said, I've had a couple of people text in asking me my marital status and what that's all about. So it, it happens, but mm-hmm. I usually just shut that down pretty quick. Yeah. I don't need to go down that road, which is ironic considering that that is how my parents got together. Oh, really? Yeah. My dad was doing the overnights. My mom would call in all the time, and they would talk off air for forever, and then they finally went on a date, and here we are 27 years later. There you go. And that's how Warren was conceived. Yep. Through the power of the radio. Brando picked the uh, pay-per-view for us to uh, go out to this week. It's Hell in a Cell, 2011. Was there any reason, or you just at random picked? Uh, literally, you've never had a reason for any of these. Okay. Uh, dark match. Dark match. Wow. Ooh. Daniel Bryan against JTG. <laughs> 747. Poor Dee poor Bry. Is before or after he was let go? I'm going to assume after. No. It was before, before he came yeah. back because he came back for the Summer Sl- or the Survivor Series as a surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nobody knew that he. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, first match Seamus defeated Christian in a singles match at 1342. Right. Um, oh, fuck. I remember this feud. Sin Cara Azul defeated Sin Cara Negro. Oh, Sin Cara Black. At 9-46. <coughs> and then there was one. Um, he was not good. And then there was Hunico. Air Boom defended their tag team championships, which they won in Edmonton, for the record, mm-hmm. against Jack Swagger and Dolph Ziggler with Vicky Guerrero. Evan Bourne and, and uh, Kofi. And Kofi. Not sure. Uh, Mark Henry defended his World Heavyweight Championship in a Hell in a Cell against Randall Orton at 1558. Good. That's a big win for old Mark. Uh, Cody Rhodes defended his Intercontinental Championship. This must have been right after they, or maybe right around the time that he brought back the white strap. Okay. Which is kind of cool. Uh, defended his IC title against one John Morrison. Uh, Beth Phoenix with Natalia defeated Kelly Kelly to win the uh, Divas Championship. Eve Torres in Kelly Kelly's uh, corner. Sure. Record. Ooh. And your main event, a Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship that went 24 minutes and 9 seconds. Alberto Del Rio defeats John Cena and CM Punk to win the title. Oh, this was... From then-champion John Cena. This was like a month before uh, Punk's reign started. Yes. Like his big reign. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Started as a face, turned to a heel. Mm-hmm. God bless him. Uh, Set the World on Fire by Black Veil Brides is what we're listening to. You're welcome. That'd be nice. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at Satpod. At the Diesel Bears is myself. I'm at Brando1990. You can find me at Scottbox64. Uh, email Satpod316 yahoo.com. Boris is at BB Boris. Uh, from all reports, he's having a lot of fun in the schoolings at the Nates. Good. It's good to hear. Still waiting for that invite to go do the... The old stomping grounds. The, the old meet the first. Uh, that's tonight. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So we didn't get an invite. Wow. Yeah. We can still make it, guys, if we leave right now. Not, no. Is he there? It's not at the duck anymore, either. What the fuck? Uh, the duck shuts down at 11. Is he so. still there? Right he now? He got off school at, like, 4. <laughs> There's always plenty of time to get hammered by 11. Yeah, but people want to go out afterwards, right? They want to be out all night. 
I can totally get that. Just go out afterwards then. Or just go to the place that you're going to go to afterwards and just be there all night. I guess, but it's the duck. You just walk there from school. He doesn't like him. He doesn't like that there's too much damage to his bar. Is that what he said? Yeah. Did he tell you that? Yeah. What happened to him? Well, because it's fucking a bunch of 18-year-old kids in there breaking counters and not paying for shit. I don't blame him at all. To be honest, a bunch of fucking dicks. Yeah, but that place just seems like it's getting, just gets no business other than that. Ah, they get the old junks. I've yeah. been there all the time for she. There's no one in that bar. <laughs> no, one time there was. <laughs> yeah, the no, Oilers game. Yeah. yeah, that was when exams were out. Yes, yeah, it's true. Yeah, post exam season is probably great for him. Um, Talk Reckless Podcast at Talk Reckless Pod. As you heard in the announcement earlier on today, uh, they've got a number one contender match coming up. Also, Brando and I will be on the podcast that'll come out on Monday, mm. I think is when they you guys release the podcasts. I think so, so too. If you want to hear a little bit more in-depth, talk about Destiny, because that's going to be what we're going to talk about. Make sure you listen to that and subscribe to their podcast and all of that jazz. Anything else? We missed anything here. No, I, sir. I think we're good. All right. We are listening to... Set the World on Fire by Black Veil Brides. We'll be back with another podcast next week. Scotty, do your thing. Until next time, guys, keep on busting yourself open hard way. Woo!